Before we get the show on the road, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to the 14 other teams. Well, actually, 15 other people, Jake and Dave shared a team, for joining the league this year and making the second season so awesome, so much better than the first season, just because of the level. And um, anyone that was in both, you'll, you'll obviously agree. Um, the level of engagement, uh, well, actually, maybe Drew Morris won't agree because I don't think he, if, he wins too many, if he wins two of these in a row, that's going to be unheard of. But um, because of the level of competition. But yeah, making the, the league so much better than it was last year in terms of the level of engagement and the jokes we have on our group chat and the eight-hour Zoom call that we, that we all, most of us joined last night. And I promised myself I'd, I'd, I'd cut it down to under two hours, which I have succeeded doing. And you'll note that I've um, sort of spliced it up and um, uh, cut it down and I've, I've segregated the segments with a little bit of Govier audio. You'll know, what, you'll know what I mean if you listen to this. And um, that guy's awesome. It's the, this, this episode's named in his honor just because of how awesome he is. And I'm, I'm glad that I, that I got to know that guy better because he's one of the guys that, that's in this league that I didn't really know that well before. I, um, hadn't, I've interacted with most, most of the people in this league from, uh, at least a little bit from time to time. That's why I asked them. And um, I think um, we, we accomplished what we wanted to. Getting to one is getting to know each other better because it's like when you go back and forth just on Twitter, uh, um, time to time, typing typing messages back and forth. Some things lose lose context. You don't know if somebody's joking, so it's good um, to do that. Um, and also, you you want to see how all these analysts that you that you watch and you listen to every day or every week how they're all going to interact in, in the same draft and how we all hone our crafts to become better. And we are becoming, we are becoming better um, by participating in this league with all the, the different styles that we have, even though some styles are similar. But um, I think it's been really interesting, and I think it's, um, it's um, getting to know each other and getting better at what you want to do. And it really got me thinking about like why, why you do this, why we all have our podcasts. And I think for me, it's, it's sort of a selfish reason. Part of it is to become a better player myself, but it's also to um, understand everyone and get to know the people that have the same interests as me. Because I'm thinking to myself, these 14 or 15 guys that I'm on a Zoom call with it for eight hours talking about stuff that like the, the, my friends that I've known for 20, 25 years would tell me to shut up about. And this, this is something that you're most passionate about. So I think it's good in that way. Um, uh, so I think that's one of the reasons why we, we had this league and why we have a podcast and why we do what we do. And it's obviously a thing that fantasy baseball is a thing that we all wanna, we want to, we want, it's a, it's a self-improvement thing and it's a thing that, um, you just want to, it's a craft you want to hone. But besides that, like, I'm, um, again, I want to thank everyone before um, I ramble on for too long. Just um, I'm glad that everyone um, has joined and everyone is, has been so thankful to, to be a part of it. And people are thanking me for joining, uh, for letting them join this league. And, and I just, it's sort of weird to hear that because I'm, I'm, I'm more thankful to them for joining. I'm not even... When I ask people to join this league, I'm not even sure if they'd want to. If they're, it feels like they're doing me a favor, but um, but I, but that's I've learned that's not the case. But um, like everyone that's joined um, is 
I think we're, is feels the same way I do. So, um, like from everyone, but one like talking last night and sort of realizing why you do this and how you want to how you want to interact with everyone else that does the same thing. Uh, listening to, to Justin Mason, like he's like he's he's he spans borders with all the different types of people that we've sort of accumulated in this league. So listening to him, he like, it was just so awesome that he literally was the last person off that call, like for eight hours. And I think he got kicked out of his house for doing it, but he sat, but he's taking the time to sort of mentor these people. Like you got guys like me and Dave and Jake and, and Rob DiPietro who play in NFBC and have our own podcasts and are trying to hone our skills and help other people too. But then you have guys like, that are, that are other there are other players that play high stakes like your Johnnies and your Maddie Wood um, and Toby of course um, but like John and, and Matt have the, their own like um, network and you got guys like Matt Williams who has his own they have their own platforms too so you got all these different types of individuals that have podcasts and I know I'm leaving people out but you got like the players and you got people that just have the podcasts and don't play and then you have people that, that you have people that have that want to grow their own platform and Justin has experience in all of that so just the time that he he took with some of us last night and, and talked to us and he's really trying to like he got like he's really trying to get through to everyone and and I really I really um understood him more and and why everyone does what they do and acts how they act and I think it was a really good conversation that we had. And I think, um, uh, I think he's just a, a great person to go to if, in this industry. So I, I'm glad that I got to know him a little bit better on that call. I don't think I definitely haven't spent that much time to, um, talking to him, but I think, um, what he said, and he didn't say anything specific to me, but I think what he said was resounding. And I think he's just a really good, um, a really good representative for the industry. And I think people recognize that. And that's, that's why he is where he is. And, um, I think, um, if, if, if I'm, if I'm the last person to realize this, then I'm just talking for no reason, but, um, I doubt that, but I think uh, that's, it's worth noting. So, but again, thanks to everyone for, for joining and man, I did not expect this to last almost seven minutes. So now the podcast is not over. It's not under two hours. It's now a little bit over two hours because of this. Anyways, enjoy. That's right. It's season two of the Battle of the Podcast League, brought to you by the one and only Zach Draft Champagne from the Draft Champions Podcast. He has got the most diabolical, ludicrous crew of podcasters that you ever done seen. We got Justin Mason, who made... Female swimwear looks sexy on a man. We got baseball pods. Who gives clout to the little guy? Puts him on par with the big timers with his brackets. We got Bubba and Toby. That's right. Pocket aces. Hey, two. Utah. Give me two. That's right. You want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? What about you, John? MLB moving averages. Analytics. Passion. Desire. Empathy. That's John. John, you deserve this crown, but you gotta earn it still. That's right. John's aboard. We got Eric Cross, the prospect master. Oh my God! We got so many people in this damn. I'm out of breath. I'm out of breath. 
I am so fired up for this. We got Maddie Williams, SP Streamer. We got Rob DiPietro, Deadpool Hitter Podcast, the overall winner of the DC on NFBC in 2020. Woo! I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. We got Drew from the Common Sense Podcast, Drew Morris. What about you, Dave McDonald? You want Zach Plesak? Is someone going to steal it? Do you want the chicken? Do you like the chicken, Dave? Do you? What about Zach Plesak being stolen from none other than Jake Halusker? That's right. Jake's in this bad boy. We got George Montanez, Roto Nino. We got Matty Wood, who just made his debut on the Heads and Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We got them all. We got chicken. We got crowns. We got everything. Get ready. It's going to be a mad Welcome to the Draft Champions podcast, hosting the uh, Battle of the Podcast Draft. I am Justin Mason, not affiliated with Draft Champions podcast. Uh, at all. You don't want to be affiliated? <laughs> he said that. Really. I, Actually, we should we should have um, we should do a guest host. Who wants to host? Because I'm I'm obviously terrible at it. So somebody, so Justin, you should you should just. Go, go, go for it. I think he I'm there. <laughs> Joining me now is Zach Waxman, Robert DiPietro, Eric Cross, Michael Simeon, Drew Morris, Matt Williams, and Matthew Davis. Guys, welcome to Not My Show. The, uh, uh, we're in the middle of a slow draft that started today. It's actually been a really, really fast draft. We're all the way through five rounds, about four picks into the sixth round. Uh, Matty Davis on the clock as we speak, so I'll let him go first. What do you uh, what do you say who you've drafted so far and then what you're thinking about with this pick, Matt? Yeah, so I wasn't planning on having this much of a hitter-oriented team this early, but Freddie Freeman, Francisco Lindor, Anthony Rendon, Corey Seager, and then in the fifth round I went with my first starting pitcher in Jose Barrios, and that's who I was targeting and hoping to get in the fifth round. So that ended up working out thus far but the next plan was to go with Zach Wheeler and I was just uh sniped uh by Bubba um right there so now I'm trying to think about what to do with starting pitching the next two people that would be popping if you were just thinking about who's going to be at the top it would be the Nelson Lament and Steven Strasburg but <laughs> with the team that I currently have, um, I don't think either <laughs> of them, and I don't really know what to expect with either, and I'm not really in on either. So More. I'm thinking about just skipping out um, on pitching because I don't want to overspend for either of them. And if I'm not confident in the workload that they're <laughs> going to give me, I'm not going to add um, a questionable pitcher like that to an already lack of depth in starting pitching. So I'm going to go with the my favorite starting second baseman, and it is not uh, who you guys are thinking. It's not Kevin Biggio. It's actually hey, it's Brandon Lau. You want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? Oh, so I am now off you. the clock. It, it is Dude, literally uh, impossible for the name Denison Lament to come up and Michael to not have some sort of facial expression. <laughs> like it's yeah. impossible. I, I heard him saying, "I'm like looking at your face. Like he's gonna have like some sort of smirk or something." <laughs> Michael, did you think I was gonna be in on him or what? No, I didn't. I thought okay. uh, I thought maybe you'd be reaching for uh, your eyes somebody or else. over there. <laughs> so Maddie, I knew I knew you were taking some him. Julio action. 
No, no I'm just, just going to pile on with what I have right now and keep adding to the strengths and then uh, start boxing it out here pretty soon. But I'm definitely not going to be waiting, even if Justin was joking about waiting until the 15th round. I definitely <laughs> will be back in the pitcher pool here pretty soon. He's like half joking, half serious. Well, I mean, here's the thing. And we were talking about this before we went live. Um, this has been one of the most aggravating drafts I think I've been a part of in a very long time, largely <laughs> because – the pitching prices or how quickly pitching has gone in this draft has just been absolutely ridiculous. Uh, well, I was about to say, Justin, Maddie just made the 80th pick of the draft, and it was, uh, you know, there have been 78 pitchers taken so far. <laughs> Mike Trout is still count. available. Yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> but I mean, I think I. I was talking to someone earlier. I'm taking Soto next. So. Yeah, I believe 18 pitchers went in the first three rounds. Um, so, I mean, it's been really, Insane. really difficult, uh, especially if you did what I did or you did what both Mats did, which is load up on hitting early. You're now in a position where you don't really have a lot of options for your pitching staff. Um, so, right now, uh, Dave McDonald and – Jake Hallisker are on the clock. They're not in here, so I can't really talk to them. Um, so They're jerking each other off. Losers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Shots fired. Rob, you you just made your six-round pick of Nick Castellanos, which I'd like to swear at you for a little bit for. Um, <laughs> definitely uh, on my, in my queue. Uh, why don't you tell people what your team is so far and kind of what your strategy has been? Um, okay, so I started off at pick 13 with Lucas Giolito, and then on the wrap, I took Trevor Bauer, um, and then it went Lou, um, Bobby Lou, Lou, Luis Robert, Lance Lynn in the fourth. Don't say his full name. <laughs> Luis Robert. Lance Lynn. And then, I like Bobby uh, Lou. I, no, no, yeah, Bobby Lou is nice. Bobby Lou. And, and uh, Cattell Marte and Castellanos in the fifth and sixth. And... Yeah, I, I just wanted to have guys who I think are just going to pile on innings, and I'd rather get them here and, you know, try to just pile on the bats from here on. Um, so that was my goal. Um, that was my goal last year in the D.C. I just took them a lot later, but um, I just thought that I wanted to get them here just given the landscape and what I was kind of expecting to happen. So um, I feel safe like this. Um I was telling Zach before we got live that I was considering Hater, where I took Lynn and I was trying to envision if I would get Framber back um, at the end of the fifth. I took him at the end of the fifth in a DC that ended like uh, 10 days ago, but I just kind of looked at the, you know, at the, at the draft board. I'm like, I don't think he's going to get back to me. So I wanted to go with the, with the safe inning um, play there. And yeah. And then I just tried to, um, you know, Lou Bob, I'm just hoping for some, uh, you know, power speed. Not really um, too concerned about him hitting for an extremely low average. I think it will be a little better than people think. And so now I'm just trying to get some batting average, floor, and all-around guys who aren't going to be bags of shit. You know, just consistent guys. Donnie L. over here. Oh! Cougine! Oh, he, he can't hear. Of, of course he can't <laughs> fucking hear anybody. How did, how did he know we were all yelling for him? 
That's a crazy background. <laughs> I know. John's got all these balls in his face. Jesus. This looks like <laughs> he's like very close like, to the screen, the camera. This is a very hey, bad acid this, trip. This, this, this is not like every every Zoom with like your grandparents go and they're just like right there. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> so Rob, that was that was a great breakdown of your team. I, I've got to ask, is it? Is it, have you ever had success in this format before? Is, is this the reason we should be uh, listening? He's to a you? he's a pretty new player. I think he's only played like one year in NFBC. <laughs> yeah, just one, one team, yeah, I'm a, right? I'm Look at rookie. fucking Drew slow, slow rolling that shit. He's the one. This format's the, the, the battle of the podcast. There's only one person that's won that before, and that's Drew Champion. Uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, this Rob, is completely, this is completely different than any, any other DC. Yeah. No, I, yeah. but I mean, if Their I was overall Rob, means nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> if if I was Rob, you know, you might as well retire. Like you can't go know, your right? first <laughs> yeah. winning yeah. overall. Retire, Rob. Are you picking on it, Rob? It was actually a thought in my head as it like neared on on a Sunday night. I'm like. Um, how am I going to do this next year? I'm not going to do this next year. <laughs> you know, and I was like, I'm done. That's it. No more. <laughs> now you just got to move up. You got to go main event now. Where do right. I go now? Right, right. But um, I mean, yeah, yeah because I you, mean, don't want, you don't want to be the Brett Laurie of the NFBC, right? <laughs> Shit. No, not at all. Don't not put that all. evil on him, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> right now, right now, I'm like on a Randy or Rosarena level, I think, right? Not, I showed a lot, but I still got a lot to prove. <laughs> That's a, that's, that's, a, that's a good analogy. That's a, that's a really yeah. good comp. I like that. Yeah. Every, you know, I got to, you know, that's the way I look at it. There's a ton of work to do. Um, and I'm getting better every day by talking to brilliant guys like you every night on podcast and Zoom calls. So, you know, it's great. I love it. I got, I got a question for anyone here. If, if you could have a mulligan pick on this in this draft, would you have one? And what would it be? I really a messed up with Acuna. A, mul- a mulligan. I, I, I would have to give Acuna back in the first round. That was a terrible pick because apparently you can only draft pitchers in this draft. So uh, I should have taken literally any pitcher, DeGrom. Bieber. Yeah, I was actually thinking maybe I should have taken um, Bieber instead of Betts, but I'm like, ah. I'm kidding. I, I, you know, like, what, what do you do in this situation? I think, you know, I – I, I probably wouldn't have taken Cody Bellinger in the second. It, it felt oh, like too good Justin. of a value. It's a great pick. It's but a great pick, Justin. Like great all pick. the pitchers have gone. And now <laughs> I'm like, I like Corbin <laughs> Burns as my, as my number one, but that's if you can follow it up with like a Lance Lynn. So you so got like, the guaranteed innings behind it. And now I'm stuck looking at Denelson Lamette or whoever the garbage that's out there. <laughs> as, yeah, you, as my potential you, number two. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Well, maybe if I was going to take a pick back, maybe I'll, I'll take back my last pick in, in, in a role as Chapman. Um, I, I like getting one of those top three closers because you just feel much safer, especially with the reports that the Mets are are close to a deal with Brad Hand. It really takes the safety out of uh, uh, Edwin Diaz, which uh, Dave McDonald was ranting about yesterday, uh, that Edwin Diaz wasn't safe. So kudos to him. Not that I – I mean, he Hand may not be the closer uh, in, in New York uh, if he does sign with the Mets, but maybe I would take that one back, and then I would have taken uh, Brios or taken Kyle Hendricks in the fifth, uh, you know, to kind of add some more innings. But 
I mean, I still like the team. Well, I was talking to George um, off, uh, just on DM, and I said we were talking about Hater. He took Hater, and I took Hendricks. And I said, you know what? Like in these like standalone DCs, you might be okay. Like getting like those top three or four or whatever five closers stand out so much above everyone else that you might be okay just getting one of those, and you can just speculate after like three hundred and a bunch of like calculated risks um, for the rest of your relief pitchers, and still be okay. George's only hitter is is Bo Bichette. How do you guys? What do you what do you think about that? Well, you better hope he's a god, so it's okay. Yeah, you better hope he is. <laughs> yeah, that's close. close. I mean, I mean he's, close. he's he's going like 35-35, right? I mean, we're we're yeah. all comfortable with. <laughs> he, he's your next Mookie Bats for fantasy. Mark it down. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Kershaw. The, he he has I'm Kershaw, guy, so he already I'm won. I hope Bichette is the next bets because, I mean, I've already got Bichette in a number of leagues already. I don't know how many more times I'm going to draft him considering where he's going at this point, though. It just, you know, I, I think what's, maybe the helium is, is a little bit too hot on, on Bichette. What's the latest you've gotten Bichette or anybody? I, I, I think he's, he's consistently going in the early second or mid-second round, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this may be like the, the max pick on Bichette. Man. I kind of feel like he might be a bit overvalued or a little bit like uh, overblown this year, um, just overhyped a little bit. Um, Listen, Zach, I'm on the show, but you could say value. Don't worry about well, it. Drew, Drew, you're right. That is currently his max. I think expectations yeah. for his speed may be a little overblown. But he's, so I expect he's, he's going to be awesome, though. That's yeah, a I great mean, point. What if he's Albies? Like, let's say he's Albies at shortstop. I mean, that's not that exciting, is it? You, it's not that exciting, but you're not, like, lose. Like, yeah. you're not going to lose your league because he put up yeah, a yeah. 25, 15. Right. Yeah, yeah, it'll be one of those things where he may not deliver what you want, but you won't be sad about it. Here's my issue, and, like, I was one of the people early in draft season taking Bichette in the middle second or early second round. Um, and the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I dug in, you know, especially looking at the player pool in the first two or three rounds, like, you're taking – you're dreaming on him hitting the upside – but you're paying for that already. Yep. There are lots of guys who are who are like guaranteed production that are going way after him, and I just don't understand like how you can take Bichette over Xander Bogarts. It's well, just, and also like let let's say you want twenty five fifteen from the shortstop position. What if, what if you take Dansby Swanson five rounds later? Oh, oh, oh. and maybe. And maybe the average isn't that much worse. I don't. I don't know that Bo Bichette is going to hit 300. Is what I'm saying. Well, I, I think you're. I think the better thing would be just say you can maybe just wait a little bit on Tim Anderson. I mean, you, okay. you're probably going to get something relatively similar there. That's um, going to make Justin throw up in his mouth less. Yes, than <laughs> invoking the, the name of the person we're not supposed to speak about ever uh, in my presence. But Dansby Voldemort Swanson. So I, mean, I got a I got a question for Justin. Um, we like obviously things have changed since we um, first started drafting in October, um, and knowing that this draft we we all realized pretty quickly that pitches are starting going off the board really early. The very first draft that we did, me and you, Justin, you took Lance Lynn in the second round. So what prevented you from taking Lance Lynn in this draft, and what uh, made you take him in the second round? In, uh, because of the, the value. Uh, I mean, I should have taken Lance Lynn in the third. You know, but I, I really like getting LeMahieu in the third. Uh, it was pretty much just the value of the hitters on the board. I really like Lance Lynn. I think he uh, is a guy who's going to deliver a lot of quality innings. Uh, and that's what I want for my ace. I want a guy who I feel is relatively safe and has the upside of an ace. So, uh, you know, 
in a different draft, you know, if I draft another draft tomorrow, which is highly likely considering I think this is my seventh draft already of the season, um, you know, I could take Lancelin in the second round. I, I don't think he is – uh that much different than you know well the pick before you in the third round was Maeda so I mean that hurt I that hurt I well, love Maeda I mean I I actually I wouldn't fault anyone for taking Len over Maeda I think the volume is worth something. I wouldn't either well but and we don't know what the volume for Maeda is going to be that's like the question mark because I mean a lot of the reasons why the Dodgers uh you know that limited Maeda was one you know, the contract, which is obviously still in place in Minnesota, but also because they had the personnel to do that. The Twins don't. I mean, look at the back half of that Twins rotation and all the pieces they've already lost out of the bullpen. And the Twins don't look like a uh, an, uh, an organization that's going to be going out and spending money right now. So He also had a 208 BABIP and a 270 ERA. So, I mean, are, are we really saying he's not a four ERA guy? I don't think he's a four ERA guy. I don't think he's four ERA either. But I do think he's being drafted at his uh, ceiling. I think he's got a pretty safe floor, though. Like I, I mean, why, yeah. why, why, why is he not a four ERA guy? He's never been a four ERA. He has. Guy. He's always been a four ERA guy. If you look back in 2019, four, 4.04, 2012, 3.81, 2017, 4.22. I mean, he's he's consistently a four ERA guy. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not crapping on Maeda by any means. I think he's he's a pitcher that deserves to go in the first several rounds. But no, he doesn't. Oh, oh, oh wow. he wants to take this to the next level. Go! <laughs> I'm I'm passing the baton. Hey, hey, just just in general, when you look at all these teams that are painted in yellow, which is the trending thing, um, as we're seeing and. Usually when we get to live events, that's the trend moving forward as well. So I don't know, even know how that would occur, but I, I assume it would. A lot of these teams that are painted in yellow, how many of them are truly going to be successful combinations because of the volatility of the position? Yeah. That's a concern out right, right out of the gate. Okay, so all of these teams that we see that have three in the first five or six, how many of those teams are all going to be hitting the right pitchers in, in, in a combination? Not a lot of them. It just – it never works that way. And two, then with Maeda – Two or three of them are, are going to lose an ace before the season starts. Exactly. And then Maeda, um, like Justin said, people were banging the desk saying that, now look at what he does. Look at the workload that he gets. Look how the Twins treated him. Well, if he had pitched for the Dodgers last year, the, the Dodgers would have treated Maeda the same way the Twins did because it was such a short season. They wouldn't have had to do everything that they normally do. Um, there's still concerns about the bite on his slider later on as the season gets. And he's almost uh, a concern when you get to volume. And we, we don't know, in fact, how the Twins will use him. So I do have concerns, especially in the third round. I think that that's just, I don't know, that's just insane because he's a starting pitcher that did good in 2020 or was but, a lead I mean, in 2020. We just, I, in, I a in, a regular, in a regular draft, he wouldn't have been in the third round. I mean, it's just because, yeah, this draft is just the last, crazy. No, the last D, the, the other Quasi DC murder. that I'm in right now, he went in the third round. No, 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 no. Right here, I'm looking at it. It was by James Tomney. 
I mean, no his main event winner. He's going. His ADP is forty-seven. So I maybe mean, maybe we should give James Tomney, you know, a slight bit of uh, a bleach. Oh yeah. uh, wait, I'm, as he not, just it won the main. You can't argue no, metrically how amazing Maeda was. Ground, you just either believe he increased his slider usage dramatically, you either believe that's he can last over a full season, or you don't. But like, as far saying, as the swing and miss and everything, like the skills are unbelievable. You yeah, either believe yeah. in the workload, or you don't. But what, what, but I how long? How long are they that, though? We've, we've seen that. We've in, seen the track record. And if you split it up by months too, like he was starting to trend the wrong way the second month of the season. Yeah, but, but there's in, red flags. But in there's general, plenty of them. Turn in a two seventy ERA with a two oh eight BABIP. That's not great. What, what, I don't think he's a four year A guy though. Who, no, but who was he facing last year? What, What's his opponents and divisions and parks going to look like this year? We don't know. Different. We we don't know that it's going to be any different. If it's not so, that that NL Central keeps getting worse. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we don't know really, that they're you guys not. Are really, are you really going to build a staff off of? I think that he's only going to pitch against Central divisions. Oh, a- absolutely not. But I'm saying we don't know that they're not going to do that again. Yeah, right now we don't have any <laughs> idea. I mean, that's with the other major sports traveling, you can't no. look, look how much of a disaster those sports have been. Like basketball is an absolute disaster right now. Football is an absolute, has been an absolute disaster. Like football only got through it by sheer ignorance alone. The Denver Broncos called me to play quarterback. Is there, is there anyone drafting? Like the the way you're strategically drafting, is there anyone drafting as if this is not going to be 162 with a DH? Because that's, I mean, I'm not totally expecting that may happen, but that's how I'm drafting. Yeah, me too. I'm not banking on the DH. Really? I I literally haven't even thought about there not being a DH. I just assume that's a given. Yeah, there will be. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with you, Matt. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, I'm not, yeah. it is I mean, it, it's not a given. But no, no, I'm saying I'm drafting yeah. like it's a given. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying I just assume that much that I just been like, you know, whatever. I'm just, I think it will happen. Well, this goes back but, to but the whole, whole right? wait, like wait, wait, wait. You know, we're drafting as if we think there's going to be a DH. We're drafting as if we think pitchers are going to perform to their n- normalized level. You know, to Mason's point about we could, we could all draft as if there was going to be a short season, if all this was going to happen. I mean, we can draft – you know, based on what we think might happen, or we can draft based on what we think is the most likely situation. I think the DH is a good example. It's the most likely situation. I think, you know, the fact that somebody with a 208 BABIP is not going to have as good of an ERA next year is the most likely okay. situation. So but, but like, I understand you keep, you keep quoting the BABIP and like, don't get me wrong. I understand it's low, but he also had a 276 uh xera so like he he got lucky but he didn't get as lucky as maybe you would think considering how low that babbit was he just pitched phenomenally well that's, that's fair i think I, yeah i think the skills i think he could pitch to a lower babbit than normal the way he changed his arsenal mm-hmm. and i think that even with a normalized babbit he still would be great i mean you just don't you know you don't expect what he's gonna be i'm not drafting him it seems like i am i he's actually not someone i target I yeah, wish I got him in this freaking draft, though. This reminds um, me of what <laughs> it's, it's just I, I like Wait. guys going around him a little more. So. I would take your arm in this draft right now, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. What's up, guys? Was, I feel pretty good about my – Yo, my what's up? 
How you doing, brother? What's up? The, the question is, how do you feel, or, uh, uh, George. Or, uh, or, or George, about your offense? Because uh, I'm wondering, you're one you, player. Are you going to be a player? Yeah, are you going to be manning your own outfield? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> no, it's pretty good. Uh, the way I saw it once I got to 62 and I saw Carrasco there, uh, I mean, I, I was figured, super pissed about that, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know you were. I know <laughs> what I figured was, well, you know, I want my third pitcher by the time I get to where I'm picking at like 149, and it's like, well, who's going to be there? And, uh, I, I, I just like the hitters from this point on. So, like, I don't need to take a picture for, like, another, you know, eight, nine rounds. You know, flip side for me, you guys put so hey, much pressure. Hey, got it! The audio wasn't working when I first hopped on. You guys put so much pressure on the pitching market, I'm not going to overextend. So, where I would generally have a second pitcher through five, you know, maybe even three, depending on the room, I know I never have just one. And uh, Chris said it before. It looks like I have the old 2020 team. I mean, that's what's there. I, I don't feel like I really played off of 2020 much. A lot of these guys were players like we thought were going to be good for a long time. You know, Kyle Tucker, that, that train's been, you know, left the station. You know, he's, he's pretty much legit for me. Grisham, I was on before he came up. You know, I know, I guess you, I feel like with Tatis and Tucker, the stolen bases I need for Grisham, they're much lowered. And he's in that high impact offense, you know. It's like, I don't know, I really like my team. I got to figure out starting pitching, though. I don't know, because there's a blob, too, in here of, like, you know, Dave is really allergic to injured starters, and I, I can be the same way. And there's a glob of them where there's, like, it seems like there's, like, an 85 mine. spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and listen, some of those guys are going to, are going to be good. I know uh, I avoid them to my own detriment sometimes. Like, I get that that's part of it. But I don't want – I really don't want Kluber. I'm a huge Yankee fan. I don't want Kluber at all. These are not my type of guys. There's not many of them. You know, there's just not many. I don't know. I'm curious to see where you guys go in these rounds. I, I feel like I just made punt pitching almost relatively. You did already. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Gallon you know in the second – hold on, hold on. Walk me through the Dak Gallon in the second round. What's that? <laughs> Walk me through Zach Gallon in a second. I just me, every other me, pitcher yeah. was taken. To me, <laughs> Gallon, yeah. Gallon there is my boy. To me, Gallon there is the best shot at a full, at a full complement of innings. Um, I think he's please sack with a little bit more complement of innings. You think with a, more, with a, with than, a more experience? Well, again, Gallon is a guy. You know, he didn't come out of nowhere. This guy's been touted oh. and pushing him. The workload has been increasing. The skill set has increased. I've seen it all. Man, he's got some great stuff going on. To me, he's my SP2 that I see taking the step into the first, into the top. You know, and if you even told me he finished as a overall, like, let's say number seven. You know what I mean? I'm not saying number two, but let's say he finished between six and eight. I, I, I pretty feel good about that. I'm just talking about injuries. Kershaw, I just can't get at it at that price. I don't have the expectations for the innings. When Kershaw is on the mound on a perning basis, he is efficient as anybody, but I just don't have the confidence. Same thing, Maeda. I got him 12 rounds later last year. I don't know if I'm feeling it. He started falling apart at the end of the year. Glass, now they started laying off the chain, uh, the off-speed stuff, and now I'm at police sack. So that's kind of where I was. It was down on a police sack, and I didn't want to take the heat on Twitter for taking uh, Dave's pick at number 30. <laughs> <laughs> 
He, he is like Zach Plesak with talent. Wait, what? Is Gallon trash? Did I miss the boat? Like, no, I love Gallon. I think I he's, like, I think he's one of the awesome. safer guys in the draft. Yeah. I, I was flipping a coin between Gallon and Woodruff in the second round. John, they're just, they're just pissed they didn't get him, John. Fuck yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I wanted him in the third, so I, I was – if, let's hear, let's hear wrong, Rob's side. Let's hear Rob's side. Oh, it's it's not like a heavy anti-gallon. I just wanted to, you know, like yeah. hear his process on. I, mean, I, I just feel like, I don't know. Um, it's 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 not it's not for me any different than any other guy that was so, available. So and you said no, well, no, well, Rob, I don't I know. I think I think as you you could have went, Wait. you could have just kept going offense. And then get your picture later. Gallon is in a different tier than the guys that started going in the fourth and fifth, though. And yeah. picking a first spot on that turn, you have to take the guy. And I do agree, Gallon and Kershaw are, you know, whatever. And then after that, though, Maeda, Glass now. I don't like that. A, it, that's, a, that's a cliff to me. That's a dip. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you have the, the question marks the guy or are the bigger. Guy, like, then, you know, how yeah. dare you talk um, that I, way I about Hunjin Ryu? I ate Someone had asked about regretting picks. And I was telling Matt this earlier on DM. I normally think talking about the first round is kind of lame. You know what I mean? Like it, this year, maybe not so much. I, I think maybe I should have taken Garrett Cole because if a guy like, you know, Cole pairs up with Tucker and Grisham, that's kind of, you know, there's your combo, runs, speed, power, everything. Like I like Tucker and Cole more than I like Tatis and Gallon probably. You know what I mean? I'm not going to argue well, Johnny, with Cole. I, w- I was with you in the top three, and I was I was the other guy other than George, you know, who who, who didn't take a picture. You know, yeah, I know. Cole, which is what I would have done at three. George is sitting there laughing right now. But but I, but, <laughs> but 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 we can't. I don't think we can be disappointed with uh, with Tatis and Acuna. I mean, that's no, but but replaceables aren't they more replaceable? Are they? I don't know that there's anyone else in a roto league that can give you what they give you. You know, when you're yeah, talking about, about predicting hey, Mookie Betts is sitting right here. Right, Acuna yeah. has a batting average floor that could be an issue, right? And stolen bases being hard to predict, and Acuna's batting average floor are a potential issue. Tatis, there's health, you know, the sustaining BABIP and stuff. He's kind of done things that are unrealistic. That could fall apart also. Uh, I worry about the health. To be honest, I don't think he's going to play. It's for a pitcher to fall apart. I think, they're all, I think those are the correct top three picks, and we made them. Yeah, I, I guess I doubt myself. I mean, that's part of the process, right? Yeah, for what it's worth, I would have taken Tatis if you took Cole, and then uh, I would have taken Gallon if, if Kershaw wasn't there. And having Cole there, I, I really don't – like the innings don't bother me for Kershaw at all, uh, having Cole already. So, George, who do you take at three if you were me? You take uh, Acuna. The, you, take, you don't take the ground there? Uh, no, I, th- I think I go with Acuna. See, I, that's – I agree, obviously. <laughs> but I think Cole <laughs> – I think the idea is Cole is number one with a bullet for me, you know, when it comes to pitchers. And then, you know, like, certainly DeGrom and, and Bieber are first-rounders. It's just, you know, like, I, I can't – I don't know. I mean, Tatis and Acuna just give you so much. No Even one is worried about average Cole? isn't where you want it to be. It's still okay. a lot. Like, are you you're not worried about the elevate – I mean, man, Cole's power metrics were – Awful. I mean, would you would you take Acuna what he did in in 2020? I mean, he had like a 250 average, but it was still amazing. He had yeah, like he's a, listen, he's a beast. He's a beast. <laughs> I I worry about the predictability and repeatability of stolen bases. Like they're 
they're so they're a function of so many different variables at once. Like you could just not be in a situation, and and that was like what you were banking on. Like that's what I worry about when Roto. I worry about that with Betts, but not with Tatis and Acuna for some reason. What are you expecting maybe from Betts? Isn't it like I'm, I'm maybe I'm I'm a low guy because I'm I'm so conservative. To me, Betts screams like eighteen, fifteen, fifteen. Ooh, man, oh, fifteen. I don't know if I want him at number three at fifteen. Betts stolen bases. I think Betts has a, has the highest average floor. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So you think? I think he has so the highest good... floor of the three. Is the average floor? Are we forgetting Juan Soto is a baseball player or something? Or uh, we're talking, we're just mixing those. I think we're talking about the first. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was, I was like, <laughs> Soto disrespect. Eric woke the fuck up like, right there. Eric, Eric, what's what's Soto's floor? For batting average? Yeah. Five, Everybody else's ceiling. Two ninety. I was never hitting below 290. I'm disappointed yeah, you didn't say 320, to be honest. I'm I not- almost <laughs> did. I almost did, but I had to scale myself back, get my bias out of it, yeah. and I'm out of it. Um, but he, he definitely could hit, like, 340 again. Like this His year. fourth batting champion. To be honest, I see him. He, him, him and Betts, or they, either one could be – you know, if two people could be the odds-on batting champion, that's how I feel. That's why I drafted Vlad. According to projections, his floor is batting <laughs> champion. <laughs> every year, it, it wasn't every year. He's the batting so, champion. It doesn't matter, floor, guys. <laughs> Look, one, of the, one of the picks I wanted to talk, talk about is um, Framber. Oh. Simeone oh, yeah. quiet. I think that's that's something we got to address. I, I love that pick, by the way. I set the I, min. I, I love him too. I think I set the min on it. You set the <laughs> min by one hundred percent. By a lot too. <laughs> I, I you may um, have set it by like twenty to thirty picks. I really thought I was gonna get like Sonny Gray or Lance Lynn there, and then I just really wanted a pitcher, and he was my next guy on my board. And uh, so. I just wanted to trust my research, so I went with it. I don't really care I about like the that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Move, Mike. Absolutely I love the I love the you know the fastball, the curveball, great. I think the changeup could develop. So I just I believe in him. He's, he's like my Zach Plazak to fucking Dude, the workload, the workload, the workload. Speaking of Dave, he's uh, a beast. Ross telling Vestius off the board. Oh, I, oh I, wow. I was gonna, I was gonna take Iglesias. They could oh. come on live and make the picks. Come on, has, uh, has anyone? Oh, that means Matt's up. Like pitch totals? Like I'm just, I'm looking at it. All right, now. hold on, Maddie, Maddie, what, what, let's get a live look at Matt Williams making the pick. Wi seven seven, you're on, you're up. Actually, going back to that, um, to Framber, you needed to take him there. Um, Let him cut streamer because. Toby, Toby's been Toby's been grabbing him real early. I, I don't no, know. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. I did not know that. He's, no, posted, he, he's posted a couple of his boards. He's taken him in the fifth round, like both drafts. Yeah, done. He, he would not have made it back to you because I would have. Yeah, taken I doubt it. No, I didn't think yeah. he was going to. That's why I. Grabbed I needed him, so. him at the turn anyway. There's yeah, no way right. he was taking it there. So talk Michael to me about Framber. I should have taken. I should have taken Framber in the third round. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what am I missing about that? Dude, you guys are fucking insane with these. These, Your guys are okay with paying this. It's not okay. No, it's <laughs> really not okay. It's absolutely a not okay. It's not okay. As I'm considering who I want to set a min on right now for starting pitching. Matty Davis and I are going to have an intervention. plus games against other divisions. Like, oh, no, he won't. Like, come on. Fucking third round for Kent and Mike. I can't even look at my queue <laughs> right now because I'm live streaming this. <laughs> oh, God. That's amazing. 
<laughs> no, I like the workload on Framber big time, man. You know, I think that if it, that's where that's where my boosting him is coming from. They've shown they're letting him go out there, and he's going north of 100 pitches basically every single time. And he could be efficient, he could be distanced. And that is something that kind of grows with pitchers as they get their, you know, timing down and become a little bit more efficient on the mound. If he gets anything else, like, you know, I break things into baskets. If his disciplinary basket gets any better, you know, you're talking this guy has a pathway to being SP1. And I think this year with all the uncertainty around workload, that's where Matt uh, Davis, I'm with you generally, my man. I'm with you. Like, that would generally be too risky. This year, I think, like, if I could bet on innings pitch limits, I have him, like, in the top, you know, five, eight guys overall. Okay, so the question I have, or, or the people that usually rebuttal in regards to workload and innings pitch, is what's his max in a year, 120? So people are going to say, why can you expect 170, 180? That's what they're going to say, especially in a shortened year in 2020. Well, I mean, so, the answer is it's happened before. You could expect, you know, I mean, to be honest, 120. Okay, then why don't we like Julio Urias? I do. Shut up. He hasn't been drafted yet. Um, yeah, well, people make, like, they throw people in all these different, like, excuses, but, like, it's the same, like, the word, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't get no, it. No, like, no, 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 no. I don't think it is. more innings this year, but somebody else can. No, I don't think it is, though. You know, I understand. Okay, how about this? Like well, team context here. matters oh, no, 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 a little bit there, this, too. I mean, I the Dodgers are no, notorious. Hold on. I can yes, quantify I this. Yeah, that's the, that's the only reason why. Large. Matt, why but do like, I think it... that he's going to throw more? Because he throws more. All right, so Valdez last year um, had one, two, three, four, five, six games at 100 or more pitches thrown. And Urias only had one game above 90. So, you know, right there, he maxed out 113 pitches. That is the elite. I was just thinking about that now. I haven't run pitch totals. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a league leader in pitches thrown last year. And I think that's the where I'm going with this. Uh, uh, Valdez you know, I, was 15th in pitches per game. And he also threw like 114 innings in 2019. Um yeah. So right. I mean, but nothing north of 120. And then if we do have a full season, this, this year would have okay been with quality of pitches at 160, 170, and we're certain that he gets that load. And how how good is the quality in that load? We don't I know. Mean, we we don't. But we don't. Right. But no, it's still we right have down. no how idea what anybody in that load. I'm just. <laughs> I mean, is this? Like wait, 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 wait. Let's just in that, it, in that, set, that step back and. Repeat the question. How good is the quality in that load? In that in that one start that he got blown I up can't. in September. I needed an adult. If you look at if you go back and look at the team context that day when he got left in for seven innings, you know, give up seven earned runs early. Um, they exhausted their bullpen the last two days, and he still went out and throw. Like, so maybe on a normal case, you even take that bad start out. Like, they maybe would have yanked him a little quicker. I just – I don't know. I, I, I like to pick, Mike. I, I like I, I wanted, Thanks, man. I, I just, yeah, just want to, like – you off but me, Michael, all right? That's fine. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like you hate everything – all of my opinions, Matt, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, also, I'm used you, to it. You know, where did Matt go? Urias, too, as impactful as he can be on a permanent basis, also did not come out once for the seventh inning last year. So 
that's the kind of stuff that I, I, I'm not saying I know the answer. I'm just saying I know there's a, a problem with workload and man, we, we don't know how it's going to be managed. So it's possible one route of management is going to be if a pitcher is not sharp, you're getting a yoink. And then another one why might, might be people are talking about six man rotations that might come in the form of solidified openers. So like, I, I don't know. I, I just, I think I've, I'm really focusing on like innings per start this year and guys that have gone to hundred pitches, how many times they do it, how often they do that and how far above hundred they've gone just as like a new element of the, of analysis. Again, I don't like to overstress anything, but a guy like Valdez is pretty impactful. The team context is good. And he goes deep in the games, man. How many other guys can do that? I'm like, please tell me I'm, I'm dying over here. My, where do you think he goes in the main event when, when, um, when March comes around? Where do you think Valdez goes? I think where where he went today. Yeah. So I although I think right, I think where Mike went right now, and this is to Maddie's point, it's probably a little bit early, but to Mike's point, you're following your own work and we're all pretty sharp. Don't be surprised if this board more closely reflects a board in March than some of the other drafts you're in. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, for sure. This definitely will. draft champion players here, you know. Um, you know, and I mean, here's the thing. This is a lot like what it was coming into 2020, where we can make our best educated guess on what we think workloads are going to be like, how teams are going to handle, you know, this jump in innings for pitchers. We have no fucking clue. Right. Like, in the same way we had no fucking clue. Like, some people were taking Josh Hader in the first round because they're like, well, he could pitch every three, you know, three days a week two innings and that's just as good as any starter in the game and like you know it wasn't a bad hypothesis it ended up being wrong but this is one of those years where I think just like coming into 2020 where you really got to rely on skills and your knowledge of what you think a player can be and throw a little bit out of well I don't think he's going to go deeper I don't think this can happen unless you have a real team context to go off of you know, it's all going to be a crapshoot because we've never been through this before. But this gets back to my point about, like, what is a reasonable hypothesis to have and what is just, like, you're, you know, like, we're, we're just shooting from the hip. You know, like, there, there are things that are more likely than other things. You know, we think – I think I, let's take a straw poll right now. Who thinks that there's going to be a, a designated hitter in the National League this year? I do. So that's one, two, three. Everybody. That's actually everybody. everyone. That's actually Every, literally no, everyone no. except for I don't know about Matty Davis. Matty maybe Davis, asleep. No. Okay, he's out. Um, okay. So okay. that's every. So 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 I think it's a pretty good bet, unless we're all idiots, which you know maybe the case. But uh, you know, probably uh, the odds on is that that's going to happen. So you know. But I mean, in in like March, it was a pretty good bet that the Grapefruit League were going to play against each other and the Cactus League was going to play against each other. We have no fucking clue. You can't, you can't bring up 2020 as a precedent for anything ever. Well, yeah. sure, sure I can because we're still dealing with the after effects of 2020. This is another situation. It's different and it's much more like previous years than, 20, uh, than 2020 was. But this is an unprecedented situation. We've never had uh, – a shortened season to this point, and then a jump into back into 162. And we MLB I mean, didn't have time to react and prepare, so it was different with NFL. They knew what was going on. They saw what the NBA had to do. They saw what the MLB had to do, and then they had time to prepare. So the MLB has had all this time in the offseason to prepare moving forward to get their full season in. 
But if and the owners if, are going to want that, so if history has shown us anything, MLB will still fuck it up. Yep. Yeah. And if history shows you anything well. with plan and preparation, the guys with the money that want all the games are going to get all the fucking games, especially if all the other sports are doing it now. Justin, considering how you're right and they're totally fucking incompetent, aren't you surprised the, the large volume of games that got in? I mean, we've not only finished the oh. season, we got in like 99% of the games on time as scheduled. That's baffling to me. You know, so like I, I, I'm with you because these are the most bungling fools that there are. Trust me, I get it. But they got it done, and with the preparation that he was talking about, I think like they did a me, great I think job. We're getting it all. I think we're getting I, it all. I think we're gonna have fans. Like maybe I think I I hope we are, and I I you know the fact that they're already announcing it that they are. Uh, yeah, I feel good. Like I feel to, good. That makes me feel great. I'm just I'm so desperate for any hope right now. But like, I, but yeah. I really feel it. I would, dude. I'm an honest guy. Listen, I'm you know I'm pretty pessimistic of anything sometimes. I feel like they're on track. They really want to get this done. And I think we're going to get, I think they're going to get it in. You know, I think they're going to get it in. Uh, especially if they're. If I, got they're a, I, got a, I got a question. If hold pick- on. Hold on. Time out. Dave. Welcome, Dave. Hey, guys. How are you? Hi, Dave. Yeah. Up, Dave? We got a pause hey, for Dave. A hat. I, I was wondering who let the hobo <laughs> we just, in. We were just talking about this. <laughs> From one hobo to another, Justin. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> love you, buddy. Love I you, mean, too. I hate you for some of the picks you've made, but I, I love you. Man, this is uh, this is the most. I, I I mean, I've played all types of high stakes drafts. This is probably the most frustrating draft I've ever had. That is pretty much how I started off this. Uh, I, I feel like it's because we all know each other pretty well. We know what what we're doing. I mean, you know, we're pretty. Jake and I are pretty outgoing about telling people what our picks are, who we like. I know a lot of you guys are the same way, so. It's kind of like we're all trying to game each other and take our guys before they're going to go and everything. It's like you can't get all your target like it's impossible. Everybody here's sharp. Uh, it's just um, it's a pain in the ass. Ooh, I can't believe it, Matt. You sick bet. Matt is drafting like the the yo. This is the Yolo team that I've never seen before. Trout, Mondesi, Lazardo. Yeah. Holy cow, man! Go big or go home. Yeah, so my, yeah. my, my my question was going to be. You got a pitcher. He's say you got a pitcher that's thirty-four years old. He's he's um he's he's gone two hundred plus innings five years in a row. He has a year off for he, he's injured for one of the years after after his five years of two hundred innings. That's a non Tommy John, non like UCL injury. How many? Forget about COVID. Forget about these shortened seasons. How many innings are you projecting him to go that this season he comes back? This sounds like Max Scherzer. Let's not put a name to him right now. Unnamed pitcher. Unnamed. We'll call him Drew Morris. Drew Morris pitched 200 innings five years in a row. He gets injured. He throws like 30 innings. He's going 300. Randy Johnson right here, guys. So you, you say 300 innings? <laughs> forget forget right. about COVID. Oh, I did. Any, 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 any numbers anyone going to throw out? I, I'm, I'm legitimately asking. I don't want to. I don't want to. Le- I don't want to ask a leading question. I don't think it's, it's no. It's, I don't think it's your. I don't think it's your prob- Your math problem. That's the, the trick. The trick is coming off, the short season. You know what I mean? If the guy was just coming off two hundred. No, but he didn't even pitch in the short season though. Forget about the short season. Look, though, the short exactly. season. If the short season is the one that you miss, then like I don't know. I, I think it probably depends how you how you go about it. I, basically, what I'm what I'm coming down. What, what the gist of it is like. Let's say let's say somebody's injured in the short season. Does it really matter? Like if if they miss that season, like just because it was a short season. It, no, that's the best case. 
Yeah. Are you asking you're about better off, You're almost better off having missed it as, <laughs> yeah, a, as, a, it as like. an entity. No, I'm, I'm actually asking about a guy like Klu, like Kluger, even though he, he sort of has a, he has a two-year gap, but he's coming off a two-year gap where before that gap he threw 200 innings five years in a row. And then you also have a guy named um, – who's the other guy I'm thinking about? Um, Strasburg. Strasburg. I was the guy who, who was not injured recently. Yeah, right. right. I mean, like, like in general, I, I just I, I think it's a little abstract is what I'm saying. It, I mean, here's the problem with Kluber is there are a lot of warning signs before the injury came True. out. I mean, he's not I mean, the best. He's not the best case. I, I think the case I'm making for it, um, the case I'm making is Strasburg. And I think a better case may be Price. But the thing with both of those guys is neither of, the, no, neither of those guys you would ever expect to throw 200 innings anyways. Well, there's no, and, and, and there's no discount on Strasburg, right? There's not, a, there's not enough no. discount. It's not enough of discount. There is a discount. But, I mean, I think the concern Around is – Around, too. Yeah, we, don't, we don't have a lot of experience with carpal tunnel on pitchers. That's um, true, and, too. And carpal tunnel is a surgery that is usually very successful. My wife has had it. Um, but in terms of a major league pitcher throwing – there's just not a lot of information, and so your, your wife throws 95, though, right? What only with her insults? <laughs> um, oh yes. <laughs> She's so, gonna wake what if, I guess. I guess. I guess the crux what of what I'm you, asking here is: Are these what if you look at all, it all these all these guys? Strasburg, Kluber, Price. Are they immune to this? Um, uh, are they immune yeah. to the short season? Yeah. Um, regardless, they have their other issues, but are they like? I would never do that. Is are, is there immunity to the short season offsetting any of the other risks that the, like that are built into their draft price? I wouldn't say so. I mean, I'd say in some ways Dave Price is because his his sitting out wasn't injury related, and he's a guy that's been established in the league for a long time. Like I think you're pretty much drafting him in the same kind of spot you would have drafted him coming into 2020 had he played, um, and. I mean, there's some risk to that. We just don't know is the, you know, the bottom line, you know, it's, it's super rare for a guy to just take a random year off. And we're just, we have no idea what he was doing when he took that year off. Was he training? We don't know. And you know, if you are risk adverse, wait until you see him in spring training, see what his velocity is and reports them in. If you're willing to be a little bit more risky, take the shot because the upside's huge, especially pitching for the Dodgers. I'd like to go back and see in history how many how many times a pitcher has thrown 200 innings, had a year off, or had very minimal innings, and come back the, the following year with like the year in between with zero, it's, or they come back and throw 200 innings again. It's such a hard comp to make because all those guys are going to be guys who got injured. So like you 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 don't really know because there was the injury to take into account. And David Price just took the year off, you know, sure. opted out. So I mean, there's there's no. I mean, I'm sure there is a corollary somewhere. There's got to be a comp somewhere in the, you know, 100-plus years of baseball, but good luck finding it. You know, you can go talk to a baseball historian and see if they can come up with the answer for you because I'm not going to be able to um, off the top of my head. And I think it would be very difficult to find an example of that, honestly. Hi, Fish. Fishy. Hello, everyone. Mr. Fish. Hello, hey. Mr. What are we doing today? You know, you got the backdrop like you're like in some chick lounge in like up like I don't know East Side New like East Side New York Lexington Park <laughs> Avenue. I mean, you look like you you're all gangsted out right now. What do you what do you got going on there? What are you drinking there? He's got he's got the fucking Mark Wahlberg look going. 
You want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? What new hat over here. Hey! New, new, new hat. What's up, guys? Hashtag new, new hat Matt. <laughs> did you, new hat uh, Matt? You're talking about the outfielder. Did you see the team Modica um, put together? No, I didn't. Oh, uh, he started. God, I cannot remember it. Hold on. I got to look it up. He, I mean, he talked about it on my podcast. He's like, I'm going to get all the outfielders. He says, oh, he said he was going to hog all the outfielders? Yeah, yeah. He, loves I, I say, he, keep doing, he keep doing different shit. He's, he's going crazy in all these DCs. I think he's just Tonight, he, uh, he went it's Betts. practice. He went Betts, Tucker, Jimenez out of the gate. Ooh. That does, that's, that's a sexy thrill right there. Yeah. It is sexy, though. It is very sexy. I, I almost nice. went Tucker in round two, but I had – Three guys on my left of my queue that I thought were like aces, oh, and I was right like, back. "They're all gonna go before my next pick." So I had to pass on Bo and Tucker, which just just put a dagger through my heart. You want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? <laughs> it hurt passing on Bo for me, but I knew that a pitcher wasn't gonna come back to me. I knew pitching, yeah. was, pitch, pitching was just getting so fucked up. I knew I had to take one. There. Who cares? Yeah. Who needs pitching? <laughs> just as like, what, I don't need any pitching. I'm just gonna, all hitters. Why not? It's a standalone. I don't need balance. I was actually wondering what Matt, Matty Wood was going to be doing after with four four straight hitters. And then he took he took Barrios, but it's going to be interesting. Like, I think definitely Rob, Rob Robbie D. You're in the you're in the lead for pitching. I think you know, obviously. Yeah, problem, I just don't, I, I just don't plan to take another one until like round twenty three. <laughs> yeah, and see, here's here's the problem with the pocket aces strategy is when four other teams do it at the same time, <laughs> it's, it's not, you're no longer diverging from right. the pack. Like you're, you, you know, the, the whole idea of pocket aces is you dominate the pocket or you dominate the pitching categories. There are four right. of you are doing this. I mean, so it's like, <laughs> you have fun eating each other up. Yeah. Right. If there's, there's, there's actually four pocket aces out there. Yeah. You're playing, it's like, it's like you're playing with two decks. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I just bring it up on my computer. I didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah, I just did the same thing. I wrapped the Bubba. <laughs> yeah, he waited that all that time and set them in on McNeil, the bastard. Oh, oh god damn it. it! Just took Castellanos. So how, how many mins? How many mins? <laughs> how many mins have we done so far? I think five. I didn't. Five I, I, I wasn't counting. I know that Plezak. You guys. I know Plezak. I I set one on. Uh, oh, never mind. Not a min. I set a max on two people. Not a min. There's going to be a lot of both because with a lot of mins come a lot of maxes. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I said, I'm pretty sure I said the min on Hendricks. Does this get calculated into that though? Oh, um, good question. I don't know that it does. No, but it, 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 we could use it except no one's going to be able to use ours. Yeah. I mean, I'll be interested to see. We should ask Derek that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's interesting. I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like Derek can hear us right now. <laughs> well, yeah, because if we talk about it on a show and we're like, yeah, we set the main pick on this guy, and people are looking like, I don't see that in the fucking ADP report. <laughs> we definitely had the max on Elby's. What he go like fifty five or something? That was a piss uh, off. Dude, I, 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 I was almost dude, back to me, dude. It, it's funny. I text right when that pick was when he was on the clock. I texted Chris Clegg. I was like, I sent him a screenshot of my of the my cue. I'm like. I know I'm gonna jinx this. I'm two picks away, and Ozzy's still here. Oh, I wouldn't have made it. I was, I was, I was ready. I had my finger on the fucking button, ready to just. I, I almost pick. took him instead of Burns, but I didn't want to start off four straight hitters. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have, ta I would have taken him, but like, I after I took, uh, you know, 
the guy who will not be named too, I decided I'm not going to draft another stolen base for seven rounds. Yeah, I was always um, in that round. I was targeting either Albies or Burns, and neither of them came back to me. This has been a brutal fucking draft. It, it has. Really the, the last 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 year is um, the same thing. A lot of good minds in this draft. Yeah, I, I really dislike most of you. Yeah. <laughs> what up? What's going on? Send me home. What's going on, I guess? I got here just in time. Slick hat, my friend. I uh, know, right? I heard Justin say he dislikes us all. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> he, hates you all. he hates all our guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been – this is such a weird – I mean, I like what I'm putting together. I don't know if it's going to work at all. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know – I'm zigging while everybody else is zagging, but it's still I, it, it could be ugly if my like number two starting pitcher is like Mitch Keller. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I've been trying to figure out who my starting my starting or my second starting pitcher is going to be in, in my head. It could be somebody that's in the next round, or it could be like um, yeah, like Mitch Keller. Well, and and, and that's the hard part right now because I'm looking like I'm like man, I should really take another starting pitcher with my sixth pick coming up here, and I'm looking what's available, and I go. I don't want to take any of these guys. Yeah, so many hitters. 79. You, like, yeah. you, you don't want Michael's boy? Dennis on Matt? You don't want Yeah. Like, oh, God. Fuck <laughs> Wouldn't take Lamette at 169. I bet you, I bet you Simeon would take Keller over Lamette. If he oh, 100%. Into, if, I wouldn't, if, if I wouldn't draft Lamette unless – You would not I'd leave, leave him on the wire. I'd leave him on the wire. If he makes it through the spring, though, throwing gas, I mean, it might change your thought a little no, bit. No, 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 no. no he's going to leave Lamette on, on the wire for the, yeah. with no wire. Yeah. Undraftable. <laughs> That's great. Fuck that guy. Well, I mean, honestly, though, they, they took a long look at Clevenger. Why, like, don't you think if Lamette would have been better off shelving now, don't you think they would have done it? I, don't yeah, well, <laughs> I just bring it up on my computer. I didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah, I just did the same thing. I wrapped the Bubba. <laughs> yeah, he waited that all that time and set them in on McNeil, the bastard. Oh, oh God damn it! It just took Castellanos. So how, how many mins? How many mins? <laughs> how many mins have we done so far? I think five. I didn't. Five I, I, I wasn't counting. I know that Plezak. You guys. I know Plezak. I I set one on. Uh, oh, never mind. Not a min. I set a max on two people. Not a min. There's going to be a lot of both because it, with a lot of mins come a lot of maxes. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I said, I'm pretty sure I said the min on Hendricks. Does this get calculated into that though? Oh, um, good question. I don't know that it does. No, but it, 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 we could use it except no one's going to be able to use ours. Yeah. I mean, I'll be interested to see. We should ask Derek that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's interesting. I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like Derek can hear us right now. <laughs> well, yeah, because if we talk about it on a show and like, yeah, we set the main pick on this guy and people are looking like, I don't see that in the fucking ADP report. <laughs> uh, we, we definitely had the max on Elby's. What, he go like 55 or something? That was a piss off. Uh, I, 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 I almost dude, it back to me. Dude, it, it's funny. I text right when that pick was, when he was on the clock, I texted Chris Clegg. I was like, I sent him a screenshot of my, of the, my queue. I'm like, I know I'm gonna jinx this. I'm two picks away, and Ozzy's still here. Oh, I wouldn't have made it. I was, I was, I was ready. I had my finger on the fucking button, ready to just. I, I almost took him instead of Burns, but I didn't want to start off four straight hitters. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have ta I would have taken him, but like I after I took, uh, you know, the guy who knew, will not be named too. I decided I'm not gonna draft another stolen base for seven rounds. Yeah, I was. I was um, in that round. I was targeting either Albies or Burns. 
and neither of them came back to me. This has been a brutal fucking draft. It, it has. Really has. The, the last last the last year is um, the same thing. A lot uh, of good minds in this draft. Yeah, I, I really dislike most of you. So, yeah. <laughs> what up? What's going on? Send me home. What's going on, I got, guys? I got here just in time. Slick hat, my friend. I uh, know, right? I heard Justin say he dislikes us all. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> he, hates all. he hates all our guys. Yeah, it's, it's been – this is such a weird – I mean, I like what I'm putting together. I don't know if it's going to work at all. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, I'm zigging while everybody else is zagging. But it's still – it, it could be ugly if my, like, number two starting pitcher is, like, Mitch Keller. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out who my starting – my starting my second starting pitcher is going to be. And, and my head, it could be somebody that's in the next round or it could be, like um, – yeah, like Mitch Keller. Well, and, and, and that's the hard part right now because I'm looking like, I'm like, man, I should really take another starting pitcher with my sixth pick coming up here. And I'm looking what's available, and I go, I don't want to take any of these guys. Right. so many hitters. 79. Still, you, like, yeah. you, you don't want Michael's boy, Denison or Matt? You don't want – Yeah. Like, oh, God. Fuck that. <laughs> Wouldn't take Lamette at 169. I bet you, I bet you Simeon would take Keller over Lamette. Oh, 100%. Your, I wouldn't, I wouldn't draft Lamette unless – You would not. I, mean, leave him on the it, I leave him on the wire. <laughs> if he makes it through the spring, though, throwing gas, I mean, it might change your thought a little no, bit. No, 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 no. So no he's going to leave Lamette on, on the wire for the, yeah. with no wire. Yeah. Undraftable. <laughs> That's great. Fuck that guy. Well, I mean, honestly, though, they, they took a long look at Clevenger. Why – like – don't you think if Clement would have been better off shelving now, don't you think they would have done it? Rob, me and you talked about this for like five minutes. Hey, there's 12 spots in the online championship that starts in <laughs> <a> half hour. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think it can be like one of those. One, of those. Because the, one the, podcast, two drafts. That is a great name for a podcast. <laughs> right? Right, Justin? I like that. Two drafts. <laughs> How long have you guys been chatting? Uh, that's oh. a few. I got all with Zach at 2.30. We've been side chatting for a while now. <laughs> yeah, we had dinner together. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's great. Zach, I've always loved how your printer is in the background. That's... Are you gonna are, are you gonna live stream this out? Um, you, oh, do you want to? You, I mean, if you if you if you're gonna do it, let me know. I'll retweet it. Um, I, I thought this was audio only. I was my, my kid. The thing is, my kid has my phone right now. So um, oh. let's see. Hold what on. does that mean? I would never trust my kid with my phone. Oh, we can literally go live <laughs> with this. I'm, I know on my Zoom account we can. Oh. Wow. Oh, Baba just gutted me with a wheeler pick. I had this, I had this great mm. free Zoom account until last week when I, you know, because I graduated from my college program, and like they like oh. soon as like grades came in, they're like, ah, shut off your Zoom access. Oh, I had to go out shit. and fucking purchase a fucking Zoom account. All right, buddy, we gotta live stream this, okay? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, right? Kid, kid in the room, Justin Strong. I believe he bombs. promised he would be drafting a player <laughs> for you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the clock right now? Maddie Wood. Is Maddie Wood? Hold on, hold on. My wife says she's flashing my my window. <laughs> <laughs> only only will Justin would anybody ever say that. <laughs> <laughs>
He went, he went <laughs> running. I missed it. <laughs> I think she like, lied nice to you. Hat, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Sweet. I can't get the normal freaking baseball hat, so I had to get the fucking snow hat. <laughs> Wait, what, why couldn't you get the normal one? I'm just not savvy enough to get it in time and set yeah. my, my computer and stare. The snapback was available <laughs> for like an entire day. Was uh, it really? A couple days ago. Yeah, they weren't selling out. Oh, shit. I yeah, can't I want, do snapbacks. I, yeah, I keep trying to get the – I tried to get the uh, Flex one, and it sold out real quick. I can't wait for that one to go on sale again. Matt, there's, plenty of Justin, there? there's plenty of Justin Mason shirts available. <laughs> Rob, what would you say? I'm smart. I'm going to buy one of these days. Starting lineup. What back behind me? Oh, oh just yeah, a bunch I of random. I got like a city what, brick and some some bourbon, a bunch of random stuff. Like Ooh, a, what kind uh, of bourbon? Starting lineup. Oh, Maddie, that's Redbreast Twenty One. There All he right. goes. I guess I could put what you guys. Up? Up. Oh. I love all the cardboard cutout is behind you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see it in the background. <laughs> Season ticket Ray, holder. You, you get to make your, your pick live here, I think. You're on the clock. Yeah. Yeah, are we ordering a recording? Yeah, I think Zach. I'm, I'm, I'm recording. If you guys want to start recording too, you can, I, I don't know if you can just do it or you can ask. Can we do that? I'm going to try. Says, Please ask the host to give you permission to record. Zach, is there a thing on your record button where you can say allow all or something on the, on, at the bottom? I'm looking. Getting some. Zach, you don't like to use a head, uh, like a, like earbuds, do you? No. Oh, yeah, because we're getting some feedback off you, buddy. <laughs> there we go. Maybe it's me. Here, I'll put all uh, the fucking. No, it's, it's, it's my bad. So how do how do I uh, allow recording? Um, I don't know. I I thought so. There's a thing by the share screen button where you can allow all or something. I didn't know if there was something by the record button too. Share this is great pod. If we're, who's going to release this? Sharing please? options. Uh, who can share? <laughs> You hate that? Justin, calm down. <laughs> I hate that. I hate, I hate it. it. <laughs> Who do you hate? Of, you like all that's, what I keep, that's what I say every time someone drafts a pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that all day. Been brutal. Oh, that's right. I got to wait till. How many persons can share at the same time? Max Scherzer and Brandon Woodruff in the second yeah. round right before I pick. I hate that. I hate the the, that. the I moment hate. Dave or Jake jumps on this podcast, I'm screaming at them. <laughs> you want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? What are... I almost took Kyle Hendricks on my last. What's the worst pick of the draft so far? Let's just oh. let's just get up. Let's just get God into it. God damn it, Bubba. The worst pick was when Govier took an hour to take McNeil. <laughs> Justin, what what are you cursing about? You were sitting on Wheeler. I was thinking about him with my next pick. Um, but he now I, it to you. Somebody else was talking about that. Oh really? 
spot. Oh, uh, you're looking I for wanted, a pitcher, I wanted, uh, you're I looking for a pitcher he- Justin? So now I, oh. now I can snipe you. <laughs> I wanted I mean, Hendricks, Barrios, or Wheeler, and that are did you, not work out. <laughs> are you interested yeah. in starting pitchers? You've come to the right draft. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I might as well just not take a starting pitcher again until, like, the 15th round. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> I meant to say plain liquor, <laughs> rubbing alcohol. I, I, I want to I know what uh, uh, Mr. Michael Simeon, Mr. SP Streamer, who is on the clock right now, what he is thinking about. Yeah, uh, he's he got to make his Just leave me alone. He's got a straight, straight assassin. Oh, there you go. Like looking at him. Have another maybe. shot of whiskey, then take your, then make your pick. He, he's looking That's at. That's how it. I make my picks. He's lamenting this pick. Just like last call, man. Lamenta look a lot better after a couple more shots. <laughs> yeah, never. He, he, he's currently. You do, I'm gonna like this pick, Mike. Yeah. He, he is. Uh, he is currently looking through his SP streamer draft guide, which you can get by going over to his Twitter account and clicking on the link. Um, there we go. How much did you pay him for that spot? All right. Yeah, right? You like that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I really like your team so far, Mike. So please don't snipe me right here. He's gonna <laughs> go Michael Lorenzen. <laughs> That's oh, not yet. That's later. It's, it's a statement. Ah, come on, do it for him. <laughs> I mean, he'll take Savali and then and then Lorenzo. <laughs> Dave, shut up. <laughs> Everybody knows. Hey, uh, can I order an SP uh, streamer draft guide from you right now so I can kind of uh, snipe you during this draft? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, not it's out yet, Justin. Oh, damn it! <laughs> you should have just got. You should have just said, "Yeah, sure," and just sent them over. Nothing. I was waiting yeah. for Dave's section, hoping I could use it against him in this draft, but he hasn't <laughs> he, sent it to me. Well, that was very much intentional, my friend. <laughs> my, my, Mike just sent me a link to FanGraphs. <laughs> Paul Spores, SP yeah. rankings yeah. <laughs> for 2016. That's you know. You want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? What are we- Dave, um, where's Mr. Hausker? I think your first three rounds are pretty much um, not too surprising. I mean, I was surprised. I would, in no fucking way was I planning on taking Plesak in the third round. I don't care really? how much you think I like him. I, I that was strictly because of the way that this draft went. Yeah, that was a defensive move. It was. It was. I had to. I mean, fucking Tyler Glass now went in the third. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Is there any world where you take anybody else over him there? Like, I'm looking at – I know you're not probably taking Snell, but, like, no. Lynn, Lance Lynn. I can see no. you probably taking a guy like so, Witt. But, right? Question for you, Dave. If you Yo. didn't go Zach Plesak, which hitter would you have went? Because I'm at looking at the other teams. Wait. If Bubba wouldn't have went Plesak at, in the fourth round, you would have been able to get Plesak in the fourth round because I wouldn't have went there even with no pitching or no hitting. Or I'm sorry, yeah, no pitching. What who what hitter would you have went with in the third? Over Rob Rob knows. Yeah, uh, wit. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, yep. absolutely. Yeah. That's a good play. Yeah. Yeah, it was really hard to pass on wit. It was really really. I could hard. imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a tough choice. You know, like, um, as you know, I should you know I would feel about police act, but you know, wit wit solid. But um, you know that. I think you're just reading the room right there, right? You know, you're reading the draft. That's all it is, man. It's, it's, yeah. It's, uh, you always have to make adjustments. You know, it's, if you just take guys at the same place in every draft, then you're, you're not doing it right. I mean, if you guys are all going to push up starting pitching, I got to get my guys. So I got the two that I needed and built from there. Where's Jake? 
There he is. Hey! Perfect timing. The dust might himself. Oh, well, he's in the right, Hey. There he is. Team Plaid over here. We're Team Plaid. <laughs> team Plaid. <laughs> it's cold up here in Cleveland. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's fuck it is. Don't take this the wrong way, but that's quite a microphone there. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you, you, like the, you like the angle, right? <laughs> it was 85 degrees where I lived. He may or may not be compensating for something. I, it, hit, it hit 75 up here today. I, was, I, hate, I hated it, dude. Where are you people? I know you're in California, but where in California? Dude, I'm, about, I, I'm about an I'm hour in, north of San Francisco. An hour north of San Francisco? Mm-hmm. And it's warm? Yeah. Right? Oh. Yeah, because California is a desert. No one's reacting to it. There's no water. The heat temps, the increases in heat waves, the fires coming on, and now the winter, it's it's only going to get worse. Yeah, wow. they were ta- they were talking about shutting off our power because of fire danger this week. Jesus Christ. Well, good thing you're I'm moving out. to safety, Maddie. Taking my bags of money, and I'm fucking leaving. That's right. <laughs> come, come join us in the Midwest, buddy. Come join us. That's I'll probably get out of here four seasons of weather. I, I want a winter and a fall and a spring. And You'll fit right in with that fucking mustache, right dude. You'll fit right <laughs> in. No, it'll be gone. It'll be gone. <laughs> get ready, though. Cincinnati shuts down when it snows like an inch. Cincinnati is not used Good. to snow. That's, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know? It melts off pretty quickly there, though, right? Because they only get, like, from what I've read, it's about 15 to 24 inches of snow per the whole winter. It's not bad, not but bad. The, the highways uh, the highways are imppassable when it snows even just a little bit. Oh, uh, uh, everyone's uh, too cautious. That's I'll how they tell are you guys. I'll have to tell you guys a story about my only trip to Cincinnati sometime, but oh, I don't know that it's appropriate. It's, pro- for, it's probably uh, not one of the good stories. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. I don't know if it's appropriate for uh for, for one of the pre sobriety tales. It is. Yeah, it's, I was gonna yeah. say, was this before you went sober? Yeah, it's it's the story oh, of my, boy. it's the story of my longest blackout. <laughs> oh god. Oh, god. <laughs> uh, I can do that anytime you want. Eric and I, George, where do you guys live? I'm in Maine, so we get Oh shit. We okay. have 15 to 24 inches per storm like every other week, so. Wow. Wow. But George, lo- you've got lobster. I'm a We do. That 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 is a great <laughs> offset cuz lobster is <laughs> thing on Lobsters the- are frozen, man. So- yeah, so the, from- the customary thing is people just kind of they live where they grow up and that's it. We just gotta stay there. Is that kind of because pretty that's much? What we're I, I live I live in my hometown right now. Six thousand yeah, people. We we are defined by where we're born. Yeah, that's it. I, I grew up in Washington <laughs> D.C. So okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how and how long was that? Uh, what do you mean? How long was that? I mean, like, I like grew up half there. your life or twenty uh, plus years, thirty. I moved out of there when I was fourteen. Okay. But I mean, I lived all around the country and the world and stuff. So it was like, you know, um, you know, I lived in Northwestern Connecticut, lived in Paris, lived in, you know, California. And then I was in the army. So I traveled around there. So, you know, it's, uh, I, I like Northern California, except for the fires and the price of everything. Yeah. I used to live up in Stockton. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I lived there. Robbed? Beat up, Rob? Oh, uh, many times, <laughs> a few times, yeah, a few times. He, I don't know. He was anyone. doing, he was doing the robbing. That's why he left. <laughs> with, with the Diaz brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think I know anyone who hasn't either gotten their car broken into or their house robbed or, 
yeah, everyone you know, it's it's happened to them up up there. So in Stockton, <laughs> one of one of my mm -hmm. best friends is from Escalon, George. Oh, okay. And yeah, George, where there. where are you now? You said you were in Stockton. Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles now. Uh, okay. We're about 15 minutes south of uh, downtown, so it's not much better How than Stockton. <laughs> okay. How long was it there today? It was probably, I think it hit like 90 today. Fuck, see? I, if no one's, no one's really, like, come on, guys. That's, that's, it's there's crazy. literally that's snow outside right now. It, that's it supposed to happen in mid-January. It hit 35 here today. Oh, yeah, I'm actually in Canada, and it, this is actually an igloo right now that I'm in right now. <laughs> Where in Canada are you, Zach? Are you by Toronto, or? Yeah, I'm, I'm near Toronto. I'm about uh, 45 minutes uh, south uh, west of Toronto. Okay. So I'm about an hour. I'm, at, I'm an hour. I'm an hour from Buffalo. Okay. I'm hour about an hour from Buffalo. An hour from Buffalo. Eh? Yeah. And where are you at, Michael? Can we get a live look in, inside Michael's Simeon's brain yeah. right now? Uh, I need I to know. I'm, I'm struggling right now. He is struggling. Go get out with us. Michael's out with us. us. Michael's out with us. Michael's out with us. for the match. Let's, let's work right, so you, man. DM me, man. DM me. DM me. You want to get it? Exactly. You can take the time you want, but like if you're on the turn, you can't take it. Once you make your first pick, you can't take an hour to make your second. That was pretty funny. That was really fucking funny. I was actually shocked to take Lambert Torres. Govier took Torres and uh, Bundy, I think, in every mock draft we did. Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. Govier. Oh, God. Now I'm really <laughs> going to be able to. He jumped on to defend himself. Taco Bell! Oh, there we go. <laughs> there he is. Wow. What's up, you fuckheads? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> He's got a green another, screen, too. Another impressive <laughs> setup. Sorry about that fucking delay, man. I was doing the show with Van. We were doing the podcast, and I was like, <laughs> We actually talked about it on the pod episode. Like, who should I pick here? And they That's wanted awesome. me to go with uh, Power, but I went McNeil. I like McNeil. Sorry, I do. Oh, what's happening? Who? Tommy Boy T-shirt. Yeah, there yeah, you that, go. That's pretty good there. Yeah, there you go. It's like those Target buys for ten bucks. You know. <laughs> Bam. So, sorry to interrupt. What's going on? What are we doing? Talking about you. We're just We're waiting for Mike to pick. All right, <laughs> Michael. And I, where, Michael, where the fuck do you live? Yeah. Oh, New York, Mike. Long Island. Mike's okay, on so 17 minutes on a live podcast. All this, uh, <laughs> who's he choosing me to? This good uh, bourbon and whiskey. I'll have to send you something. Apparently, they have good stuff there, right? Here? Yeah. I mean, well, it depends. Hey, it's, a little, it's a little hard for me to find Blands at times, but there's one place down my block yeah. actually has it. Pretty awesome. Oh, my God. I've never seen John's face. Oh, that, hi. Hey, John. Hey, partner. Oh. <laughs> nice little treat, nice little treat tonight. Who is yeah. Mike deciding between? Has, has John, anybody John noticed? Hart? Has anybody Mike noticed Hart? that uh, fishy fish has disappeared and it appears to be flashing lights like a police officer bouncing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. off of the with bad it's like wall? A, it's like a rave's going on. <laughs> was, he just getting stomped, stomped all over. He's, was he arrested and made podcast? There's like a there's, a there's like a 1940s movie being shot in the room yes. where he was recording. No. I, I was, think we, I think we should have Simeon arrested if he takes more than like. Oh, there he is. Hey. <laughs> yeah. It Look looks like him. he's it's just in an alley with, with all that Mark brick Wahlberg. behind him. Alderson oh, said God. that they don't want Dom Smith playing left field, so they need another outfielder. They don't want Tom Smith playing left field. Yeah, they're they don't I mean, want JD Davis playing third base. What do they want? They want <laughs> different. Think, 
they got the money to do whatever the fuck they want. So I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. I think maybe I think maybe they'll package them for J Ram. Do you think there's any chance Springer gets signed by the Padres? Right, I log off of here. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a chance that that's Springer like the only part of the team we have left? So we kind of need that. They just want to take everything from us. Jake Bowers. Jake, Jake Bowers. Yeah. Do you think this? What do you think the odds Springer gets signed by the Padres? I know zero. Zero. Yeah, no. Who? Springer to the Padres. Why, why would they do that? I don't wow. know why they would do that, but I think I'm just, I'm just thinking where we're the best place for him. To they go. like to carry seven outfielders on the to, Toronto. Yeah, the outfield's yeah. depleted, man. Um, I mean, Toronto Mets Braves. Yeah. If he, I'm just thinking, if he went to the Padres, like he, he'd, he'd be a he'd be he'd a great fit in Cleveland. Oh uh, yeah, God. Hey, if we can get him for two and a half mil, I'm all about it. What about the? Uh, what about the, what about the Phillies? Will the Phillies jump in there? You never know. I don't. Apparently, they uh, offer Real Muto a hundred million dollar contract. They love Real Muto. A hundred million? That's it. Well, we like to offer our backup catcher four million. So you know, <laughs> he's uh, our Justin third highest Europe. paid player. Third highest paid. All player. right, who'd you who'd you take? Oh, Mike Mike Suarez. Suarez. Oh fuck. Good. Oh boy. I actually literally did like a, a I did like a randomizer because I couldn't decide between three guys and I was like, oh. yeah, I just threw them in there and whatever pop up. That's who I was gonna take if I who are the other two? my other two because they might well, still come back to me. Oh <laughs> bullshit. I'm I'm gonna pick pretty quick here, Zach, so you better be ready because because if, if uh, Michael Simeone and I had to draft a team together, that would be sheer entertainment. It would I, be I, brutal. <laughs> I love that. I was no chance you guys can uh, – for the tag team? You can't reconnect on that? Yeah, <laughs> cool. I'll see you guys in the tag team. Uh, who, who is your tag team partner there, Matt? Uh, Zach Bancourt, my, my OG. Oh, that's right. That, that makes yeah. Sense. Is He's anybody, else? Jake, Jake to anybody else – Anybody else in this? What, Matty? Team League. I'm in it. I'm in it. Me, me and Tony. I'm in it with Matt Williams. Oh, nice. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm in it with Shelly V. Well, this is going to really help me to see who you guys target in this draft then. Me well, I'm going to let, 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 let Shelly do all the work. She's a better fantasy player than I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard that. In fact, I was just told that by Van, so I believe in her percent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but me and Eric, uh, we're partners, right? Eric, we're gonna take this yeah, motherfucker. Buddy. Yeah, damn straight we are. These people don't. You you cover the prospects. He's got all the young studs. I'll listen to him on all that, and basically I'll just listen to him on everything because I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Team Redbeard. You know, Dave. I was thinking about Glaber, but I, I don't know. I I thought I could get a better shortstop later. We'll see if I regret okay. that. All right. Well, you took him in a couple of the uh, Roto Fanatic marks. So I, I did. Fun, you took but all of them. So I knew you were going. Yeah. To, yeah. I, no. I knew that was happening, but I was I'm like, gonna, I'm just going to go one flavor here. Odds are I'll be taking Josh Bell unless someone steals him from me. And that's fine. Oh, I can I, live with I, that, really. I, I that that won't be me. I'm like, okay, Gobia <laughs> takes Josh Bell around 140. So it's, uh, I, I got that. I know. Yeah, Matt nailed that pick hey. last time on the money. Hey Dave, hey Dave, there's, there's one thing there's one thing that's better than the NFC ADP, right? Is is knowing the other analyst ADP. That's right, baby. Yeah, that's what right. else is there? That's right. Hey man. <laughs> Rob, you it's were fun. you came ready for this, man. Oh yeah. 
I'm, ready I'm to go. feeling good. I'm telling you, I got the new desk and uh, I feel good. It's a, uh, I went from a whole sit down situation to a stand up, and I feel like I'm, I'm probably being way too loud in the whole fucking house. But can you show up? Can you show us the desk? Is it right below you? Oh, it's yeah. I mean, I could. Nah, I can't. No. Wait. What are you working with okay. down there? All right, it's all good. It's all good. It's I just a little. Like, it's just a little hydraulic deck that you that's hit the awesome. button. It goes it's up a and down. Desk. Yeah, yeah, a little corner. Oh, little corner. I like it. Yeah, and um, I like who has it the most expensive microphone arm? Jake. Oh, Rob and I are It looks tied. like Rob's. Rob Rob's got tied, a nice hand. This <laughs> Justin, I got is that the Amazon one? Because this thing's a piece of shit. And it looks uh, like, kind of like that one. Yeah. Wait, it, did you say Rob's got nice hang? Is that is that <laughs> like, <laughs> I took it off? I took it off of my desk when I had to evacuate. This is a weird conversation. <laughs> I, I lost a piece and now I no longer have a working. Oh, it's a tragedy. I'm using a webcam that I bought about eight years ago for what it's worth. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Does it work with your OnlyFans account? <laughs> oh, yeah. It works. It's been working for eight years on that, baby. <laughs> a couple bucks a day. That's all he needs to make. Are you like those that girls in the New York Times article? Off. You can't make a dime, yeah. even no, though you're selling oh, nudes. I saw that. Yeah, Why that's is tough. that showing up on Business Twitter for everyone? <laughs> Never clicked on that stuff. Zach Wax, Zach Wax, tell us about your 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 fresh pick. My first pick, my first pick no. of the sixth round. You're fresh. You're fresh. 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 Oh, voters, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Lourdes Gurriel, hometown boy. I actually was thinking about him getting, uh, grabbing him in the round before that, but um, oh. I didn't think he'd actually lost this, this far. Um, we were just talking about him, too. Is there a difference between him and Ramon Laureano? Um, yeah. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do you, how do you guys pronounce his name? Lourdes? How are you Lourdes. supposed to say it? Jacob? I say Lords. Lourdes. How do you, Lourdes. Lourdes. Jake, how do you, how do you pronounce Canadians? it? Canadians. How do you Canadians Come pronounce his name? Jake. Jake, how do you pronounce <laughs> it? Well, the, the city in France is, is Lord, so that's how we say it. Wow. You're classy, Jake. Lourdes, <laughs> I, I would say Lourdes. But he's from, but he's from he's Cuban, Canada. So I don't know. I really don't know. But there's, there's a little bit of French influence in Cuba, so I have no idea. Eric, are you thinking about, uh, you thinking about taking Kalenic uh, right now? Or? No, no, no Kalenic yet. Kalenic so, you know, <laughs> jokes. That's, uh, but I am going to post a, another five gifts tonight, and then we'll come back tomorrow. I am going to take a guy that'd probably be a top thirty pick if he didn't That's, basically miss the entire year. Talk oh, us it. nice teaser. Talk us it. Oh, there it is. Jordan Alvarez has been selected by Eric Cross. Would it, would have been a top 30 pick? Yeah. What are you going to do when his knee breaks when he tries he running down the first baseline? Either of his knees. <laughs> not worried about the knees. Does he have, does he have more plate appearances than his body weight? I mean, I want to see him swing before I draft I him so. anywhere. <laughs> the, swing is, the swing isn't the problem. It's the being able to stand on two feet. <laughs> Always a concern, especially after a few whiskeys. There are a lot of times somebody has a designated carrier for him, right? They can just carry him. Yeah. Dave, that's a good one. You should write that bit down. I like that. Oh, I got it's it. It's, yeah. it's, in, it's, in the, it's in the act, buddy. <laughs> for, for, for those who are uh, watching and not able to see the draft, because we're not live streaming that, uh, um, you just took Jordan Alvarez. Do you think he's. I'll, I'll plan back to uh, draft, board, draft yeah. board there. Do you think Jordan. he's going to be healthy and bounce back? I mean, obviously, yeah. take him here. 
Yeah, no, we had um, Aaron Savali's brother, Nick, on our, uh, Five Tool like three weeks ago, and he's a doctor of physical therapy at Quinnipiac, and uh, he was not worried at all. Like he's, I was already, you know, seeing all the videos of him running. I was already like getting more confidence. And the fact that he doesn't play a high stress position, he's a DH like what ninety plus percent of the time, maybe a little bit in the outfield, but you know, all the time. Yeah, he's not a shortstop. He's not a center fielder. So, um, it's needing the DH, and you know. I think he's gonna be a four cap monster. I really do. I'm. I'm a, uh, Nick kind of eased any concerns I had about the knees, or he, he thinks he's gonna be fine. So, I'm just going with it. Matt Davis is a bad motherfucker. The best of the West. <laughs> Nobody does it better than Matty. High stakes player the to the max. Yeah. Now, when you say you don't really use spin rate, me, you know, really me neither. But it is something like when you're looking at a specific pitch. Right, the maturity of the single pitch is when we're looking at it. Right, that's kind of where, where I've kind of landed. That I'm not going to compare your fastball to his slider just based on that doesn't mean anything. Yes, but correct. if your slider is increasing with yes increased production, right, that's the stuff we're looking at. I'm, I'm the individual pitch stuff is like, man, it's really interesting. I just get I, I know I get crossed up. It's um, too much. I, I it don't is have, not too much. Well, I, I don't have all the player ID information. I just saw, you know, uh, Dave was talking about it the other day with people who combine player ID to mix frame graphs and Savant. I'm kind of doing it the old-fashioned way. I'm just, like, grabbing mass piles of shit and trying to alphabetize and stuff and find ways to combine them because I don't have really the next-level tech skills. And, man, it's really it's really tough because they they label the pitches differently, right? So you're – you're trying to combine the numbers. It just, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking out loud with my individual pitch analysis. It's, it's really, really interesting, but you could spin your wheels on something and feel like you didn't really get anywhere. So, so yeah. So, so what's Drew, the conundrum you, here, Drew? What's Drew, the bottom line? Wait, so, yeah, you have four, you have so, four hitters, one pitcher. You're, you're the, you. you're the reigning champ of this league. Just yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. these fucking knuckleheads. First ah, great. Not all of us were embarrassing. That league, I can't decide. I mean, so actually last year I got uh, I got um, Bieber in the second and Giolito in the third. And that's, you know, like clearly, clearly things have gone awry this year <laughs> with, with, with Hyunjin with and Ryu as much. And now you're about to get Donelson Lamette in the sixth. I mean, Lamette, he, Lamette pairs very well with Ryu and then you could literally have like 20 innings combined between the two of them. But they're going to be really good that's, innings. That's Did not you guys, helpful, Dave. That's not I, just, I want to see who you're going to pick so I can see who John picks here. I'm dying guys, to see because John only has one pitcher. Talk, we talked about on your pod. You know how I feel about Lamette. He's not going to make it to fucking April. I'm telling you. Dave, Him and Kershaw. The next confident you would actually Foster. take here is like, you know. <laughs> I was about to compliment you, too. Kevin Gossman. <laughs> Does anything ever happen on this podcast? Jesus Christ. Come on oh. now. Let's make a move. Let's go for it. When did you guys draft last year? Uh, the podcast league? Yeah. yeah. We, we drafted in March. And then, the, like I said, the league. Oh, wow. Released. And then we, re we redrafted when um, Eric, do you remember? Like, I think it was probably July. It was July. Oh, so, it was so it was after the summer. It was after, like, when it, we started. Yeah, the board, the board that I shared, we drafted in March. And that didn't get played out. And then um, right. okay. we drafted in July. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. So this year, you guys were like, fuck it. We don't need information. Let's just draft early. 9 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> there he is, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. 
Make one sure and only. Right I'm here. Mikey, what's Who up, buddy? Oh, I make my is. own entrance the way I want to. Get on camera. Don't be a I'm pussy. On Come it. on. Yeah, Let's go for it. Who sent the link to that guy? I didn't. Mike. Mike, this mustache is because of you. <laughs> Listen, like this appearance? Oh, there he is. Come on, I'm man. Working on the, I'm working right. on, we I'm need working to have like limits on names here. Like only two mics or mats per chat. Yeah, that's good. Listen, one. that's bullshit. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah, you might have to kick I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, expose, expose yourself. I'm working on it, bitch. Everyone's good at exposing yourself. Come on. You got all these new gadgets. Let's see it. Dansby Swanson. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow, oh to, there it is. 10 viewers. Somebody made a pick. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Drew. Why, <laughs> Why are you guys talking over John? He has the floor. Yeah, Come on. John's, John's picking. John, uh, John's man. Govier, do you want to ask John if he's going to make one pick and then wait an hour for no. his <laughs> I don't know who would ever do something like that. <laughs> okay. I, I Johnny boy. Go ahead, Johnny. If it sounds right. Even if it sounds long with it, I'm, I'm going. You're, you're going to get two right now. Okay. I think these top guys are too are too risky. Lamette and Strasburg, both I think the ceiling is up there, but I think I'd like to see him throw before I invest at this point. Ian Anderson, I already kind of have shares of. And You're I think taking this way too serious. I think the ceiling is there for Anderson. And the contact is good. The competition is high. But I think I, since I already have shares, I think you're paying for, not to say the ceiling, because he could finish as an SP2. Urias is really good. Another guy like, I, I'm leaning here towards, and this is funny because this could make a really good podcast episode in itself is I'm really into this Miami trio. They're all excellent. And, you know, I kind of build these like, these kind of like uh, heat maps into baskets and run percentile rankings and shit. And these three, uh, the three Miami guys at top, Lopez, Alcantara, and Sanchez are like, it's like frightening almost how similar all these numbers are like, yeah, something. I mean, the whips, all three guys, the whips were in within 0.02. You know, it's just, it's unbelievable. The elevation baskets are good. The results are really good. I guess Lopez is the highest K. But like I said, I was talking about before, I've been leaning on where I think the distance is going to go. I think innings pitched are the true unicorn this year. And I, we were talking about it earlier. Drew is absolutely right. We don't know. We don't know how it's going to happen. It's but inferring is what we do, right? So I, I got – I think Lopez might have the highest ceiling of these guys. I think Sanchez like needs another year. That's like an error question. But I think Alcantara is the guy this year. And, you know, I, I like to run those um, – I'm rerunning money starts again. So, like, pulling out starts where guys go above seven innings, give up two or less – you know, to make a new quality start. And Alcantara has been the top of the league or near the elite level guys the last two years. So I'm going to go – I'm going Alcantara. I think I need saves too. God damn it. I think I'm going to go with Karinczak because I think he's uh, he's probably on a skill basis as good as anybody. I was close I to going Cleveland him. Indians along with Houston, right? Alex talked about that. Cleveland and Houston really led the way as far as exclusivity. You're really giving away a lot of stuff for other picks here. My I'm going to make my two. I'm going to go with Alcantara. Yeah, I'm going to go with Alcantara. I really think he could finish. I know. I'm How did you find this out? Damn it. I'm so pissed. I love him so much. This was, I was hoping it would be here when I came back around. So you screwed me, but that's good. You're a smart man. That makes me feel better about it too. Makes you feel worse because you should have pulled the trigger. No, I couldn't pull it. I'm not pulling it where I was last. Yeah, I think it would have been too early for him. 
No, well, this thing is too early. Get your guy. You couldn't tell on McNeil. Question oh, man, for da- question, Dave and Jake. It, do you guys think Karinchak, uh closes the whole year? Too. I, mean, I definitely, yeah, I definitely don't think it's Class A. I think right now it's Karen Check, but it I think should be. It's not. It's not. At, it's so. not beyond the realm of possibility that they either sign some cheap asshole to close. Like yeah. Melans, um, Melanson, or Kinsler. Oh my goodness! Or I'm gonna Kinsler. Or they, or they give it to like Whitgren. I, I was gonna yeah. say, what about Whitgren? I mean, I don't. It's a I don't mess. know. We, Your we Indians are so cheap. We don't, we don't have a good feel for it, and the thing is, his his command was so bad at times last year. Mm. I don't know. It just like there's a huge difference for me between Reisel and uh, Karen Shack. Like multiple round difference there. Yo, Dave. But 2020, you said that if Hand got moved or whatever, then Karen Shack would be your number one closer. Yeah. Uh he. If, I guess you're saying if he was the closer, anointed. Yeah, he didn't look as good in 2020 as he did before. Uh, I mean, it's plain and simple. He could – maybe he figures it out in 2021, but I just don't know. But now this is a really good question because this is something people are going to tackle. Somebody said Iglesias, well, I, and he's already gone. So I – Yeah, no, I, because we picked him, so that's why I was saying we picked oh, over, okay, but over I, Karen Shack. So put yourself in, in my shoes or let's say a listener's shoes here. I'm not saying it's a bad pick, Johnny. No, 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 I no. no. My, I actually didn't take my my, fir- my favorite pick in that position. I didn't take. Remember, I'm a volume drafter. I have tons of shares already. So sure, my yeah. guy here has been Ryan Presley. Yeah. Um, And I, I'm I'm not sure. Like, you know, obviously Diaz, yeah, now you have to worry about hand. I think both those guys yeah. are a little questionable. Um, Jansen, I think if anything, he's – No. He's, he's on the not- line. Here. He kind of yeah. scared me. He probably has a high probability for replacement. I mean, right. so I got burned by Taylor Rogers last year. I think he's yep. full, but I worry about the role, particularly from an organizational lens. So, like, this is what I came here to vocalize for. Man, I am finding myself absolutely pigeonholed making these decisions because there's just nowhere to turn. You know, yeah. David, the reason I'm talking to you is because you, you and I are you're very rigid uh, in your approach. And I was talking about it before you jumped on. Uh, I find it benefits me as you know things play out. Nothing's perfect. We all admit we make mistakes. Yeah. You like to have an objective process. Right, ne- right here, I feel effed in the A. I don't know where. Really. To go. I don't know where to go at all. Huh. I, I, it, like once the first couple guys are gone, the fact that Karinchak has the ceiling he does, and he has the amount of question marks around him, is scary yeah. as hell. And I don't know where saves yeah. are going to come from. And it's funny, again, thinking out loud, in a, in a league like this, draft champions, where there's no adding, where, again, an active and, you know, a good manager can add saves throughout the year. Is it possible that one of the three or four guys we talked about that you can, quote, unquote, bank on for 35, that he gets you a seven or eight in the category by himself, and that's enough to just walk away? You know, the same way I talk about maybe Cole at 1.1 is the move because that – Distance plus Ks, the 320 Ks on deck perhaps are impossible to replace. So the dynamic this year is, is shifting a lot for me. I've never been that guy. I've never really taken SPs first round, and I've never drafted relievers high. So that's why I'm kind of going to the wisdom. This, of the is, this is literally the first time I've ever considered taking a starter in, a, in the first round. I've never in the past done that. Um, I mean, we've always had success. I mean, a couple of years ago when we finished 10th, uh, we were the only team in the top 10 who went uh, hitter, hitter, hitter. Um, wow. We didn't take any starters. But, I mean, like, that was – it was starting to shift that way. Like, in NFBC especially, um, you see starting pitchers going earlier and earlier in the live mains. And uh, 
it's just become more and more apparent that like you need to find those hitters in the second round. If you're going to go first round pitcher, you need to find those guys who can be first rounders. I don't know if they're there this year. Um, last year, I was really high on Bieber in the second round and, and J-Ram in the first. Like I thought J-Ram should have been going mid first and he was going late first. And I thought Bieber was a first rounder and he was going the second round. So it was easy for me. Uh, this year, I, I don't see I, I said a long time ago when Bauer was going in the second round, I mean, he went in the second round here, but normally Bauer is going first round. Um, and I think he's the only guy I really love in the second round. Everyone else is like, I'm making concessions pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. Justin earlier was talking about having doubt talk, taking Cody Bellinger in this middle of the second round. Like, Yeah. I don't know if I could. That's a lot of talent, man, to pass on. I mean, the ceiling is MVP, you know? Yeah. It stole a dozen stolen bases on deck. I mean, it was a top five pick coming into 2020. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like he's a beast. When I see him there at 24, he's a beast. Yeah, I just it's so hard. I mean, but the downside is there. If the shoulder isn't right, mm-hmm. then you know, or if he doesn't, you know, get his 2019 swing back. Yeah, I was gonna say change the swing. And there's just there's a lot of things there. I don't know. I mean, you know? Maybe, maybe Maddie knows better than me. I'm not a Dodgers guy, right? But. I mean, I'm oh, not yeah. as worried about the swing only because, I mean, he still had power this yeah. year. Like, you know, yeah. so – and he's still going to swipe bags when he gets on base. So, like, I'm not as worried about that. I'm more worried about the shoulder being an issue. Yeah. You know, he needed surgery on it. The reports yeah. recently have been good, and so I felt more comfortable taking him there. This is one of those cases where in a month or a month and a half, I'm going to look really smart or really stupid for having gotten him where I am. I, man, Justin, yeah. I, don't think, I think where you got him, I don't think you can look bad. No, you can't. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, it's not going to – not that I say it's going to look bad, but – As much as I'd love to tell you that you look bad. <laughs> I, regretted, I regretted not no, doubling true. down with him and uh, Yelich there on the turn. I was really thinking, like, oh, Bellinger oh, and Yelich, two MVPs. I, how can I pass this up? But I no, – Mike, I think that's a perfect – I think that's a perfect analogy for where you were with, with Yelich is I don't think you could be faulted – even if we see the worst of Yelich and now it's kind of determined that maybe he's in the autumn years or whatever, whatever he's done. I don't, I don't think at 15, there's any apology to the process. You know, he's, he's a, a MVP caliber guy, you know, and it's it, funny. We if, Yelich is, if Yelich is done, I would be so shocked. It yeah, would be, me too. Yeah. It would be Not the done. quickest no decline. So what do you think it was? I've ever seen. But he was pretty poor at points. Oh, will, will he? Will he still run as much? I mean, it's it's not that he's going to be done. It's that is he going to be? You know, is he going to keep striking out? Is he going to run? I, I need to see in spring what he looks like first. But off. that was a floor. I didn't know he had. Yeah, I didn't know he could be that bad. I, I wonder if the back was an issue. I mean, he's been doing, uh, and it could be like. Backs are debilitating, man. They they do not go and, away. They keep getting worse. Somebody posted something on there about his swinging uh, rate this last season, even though it was a short season. I can't remember who was on Twitter. It was really good. I got to pull that up. Um, it was interesting. Okay. Oh, it's way and down. Like I just brought it up. It's way down. Ten points off the average. Well, and, yeah. And, I mean, and that's the thing. Remember when Marcus Simeon was having the wrist troubles before they realized he had a broken handmade bone a few years ago? He just stopped swinging you know, as much. And everybody's like, oh, look, the walk rate's going up. He's finally being <laughs> like, and it was, it was a matter of he was hurt, but yeah. he, he was trying to play through it. And you, you got to wonder if a guy like Yelich last year was hurt or maybe because of the start and stop, you know, something wasn't right. And he just went, it's 60 games. I'm going to push through it. My team's trying to make the playoffs. 
we have a real shot here and he tried to play through it. So I'm hoping a full off season and, um, you know, a regular ramp up to, or a more regular ramp up to the season will be good for Yelich. But I mean, backs are tricky. Like you said, I mean, backs don't often get better. um, And back surgeries are a nightmare. So I totally understand not wanting to get something like that, but it's really hard to get back surgery and I've needed for over a decade now. Like they don't, the they success rates are right. The success rates are like a crapshoot. Sometimes it's terrible. Yeah. It's you all know? terrible. The Bueller pick over Bellinger there at the turn, and I know I know that everybody, or at least generally everybody, is pro innings pitch guys. Like you were talking about, John, you want you want the horses. Everybody seems to want horses, right? But I just couldn't pass Bueller's talent there. I feel like I, I know it's more riskier there. It would have been a lot safer to take Bauer I, for sure. He, but, he started to show in the playoffs, right? Bro. That was one of the things I was thinking about. Six innings, ten oh, Ks in the World Series. Uh, even with the even with the little bit of the season, he was babied. He didn't get proper usage. They weren't throwing pitches. He worked into that playoff role, and nice. I was like a high man on him. He was my SP five coming into the season, so it was really, really disappointing. In oh. fact, man, it's funny. I had such a good, as good of a season as I did, liking Flaherty and Bueller as much as I did, and they they had of aces probably two of the wonkiest seasons out there. They both yeah. just got ruined. That- you want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? All right. So one of the guys is Strasburg. Um, Rose. Yeah, I know. It's, no one wants him. But he, um, like again, I, I like I, I told you I told you my thoughts on him in terms of um, he sort of ha- he sort of ha- he sort of immune to the short season last year. Um, then there's Pablo Lopez, who John was talking about, and then um, Urias. So those are the three that I'm looking at. If you want innings, I think it's a no-brainer. If you want innings, you go Pablo. If you want ceiling, you go Strasburg. And no, no, what if he's no-brainer. If he's a header. Between those what three, it's Lopez. There's actually one. There's Jake, you're on mute, buddy. You can make Simeon what? cry. Come on. What if I'm <laughs> crying on the podcast? You know, if you take Pablo, Simeon will start crying. I'm at my heart out. I'm at my heart out. I have to go. 11.30. All right. All right. See you, John. There's so much fun. Love you, buddy. Good to see you. Real quick. Yeah, well, Robert, I'm at newest, whatever. It's cool. Guys, peace. Thank you. Okay, so doesn't Pablo Lopez fall into the same bucket as Framber Valdez, though? He hasn't eclipsed 120-plus innings. So why are we not – questioning that with him or you know yeah Pablo Lopez sucks you definitely should not take him no 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 no, no. that I'm not these guys that I'm questioning and I'm not saying that I'm out on them or I dislike them but I we have to raise the question right like right yeah like yeah yeah certain pitchers but we don't it seems uh, convenient to use the innings excuse yeah hey the innings works for this pitcher but but we're not using it for Framber Valdez we're not using it for Pablo Lopez I have a serious no, question for you, not, Matt. I, no, I think you're Mike, Matt, Matt, I think you're right. I think you're looking at like optimistic lenses and like sometimes um like what if what if if it's the other way with Strapper? What if he he has a better grip? What if he just actually it's better for him? Like, you know, that's not like the the like the higher percentage play, but it's in the range of possibilities that he's actually feels better and he's good to pitch, you know? Sure. So there, there's no real data out there that says he's going to be bad. I mean, right. if you're going right. to look at the data objectively, you would say that like 95% of carpal tunnel surgeries are successful. So the problem but, is there's, but just no data, <laughs> there's just no data for major league pitchers. Because well, he had a 10.8 right. right. last year, though. 
That's that's not what I'm asking though. I'm asking why we have we're we're everyone's knocking. I understand Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns is going a lot earlier, but we're right. knocking Corbin Burns because they're only going to let him go 80, 90, maybe a hundred pitches more than what he's done in the past. Okay, pitches. Uh, wow, that's going to suck. Or, uh, innings, I'm sorry, but we're <laughs> I hope not because Lopez, I just drafted him. <laughs> and some of these other guys that have only had a career of 120. Like or or less sub then one twenty like isn't it all about where they're going in drafts though? Yeah, I was gonna say though Pablo's well, going so, a lot later. Yeah, Maddie. Valdez and we just saw Pablo go in the sixth or seventh, then Valdez went in the fourth or fifth, and they've gone hundred and twenty innings. Pablo, Pablo hasn't gone yet, right? Pablo, Pablo hasn't gone yet. Pablo has one forty-five, and Valdez <laughs> went in the fourth. What if yeah, you say so, Kikuchi is Valdez, the next max? Val- we already went over Valdez, but what was his max? Okay, so so Maddie, I, I think I think, the innings, I think the minute, I think the innings are just overblown. You realize no pitchers coming in with like any type of full workload from last year, right? Like well, I doubt. I think one sixty is going to be the average. You see, well, and okay, I think we're over okay. fucking thinking it. So exactly, Burns, and I'm on that side of the fence, Mike. Is but yeah, I feel like I'm with Burns, you're going to see well, like one twenty, one thirty now. No, Burns, they they, they said max. Brewers pitchers are going to get hundred innings more already. That doesn't. That, that's that's their. They're going to max out at hundred more. I don't think that means that they're everyone's yeah, going to get hundred. That's fair. That's fair. But even at one fifty, Burns is solid. Like I want. I'm aiming for pitchers that are going to give me one fifty this year. Yeah, but, but the thing is, these guys aren't just doing nothing on this. I don't know. I don't already. I don't know that Burns is getting one fifty. Though, like he went 60 and 70 innings the last two years. Like Pablo left. No, no pitcher pitched more than 70, 70 innings last year, though. Yes, yes, yes. But the year before, yeah, but the year before he saw because Lopez Lance, the year Lance, before actually Lance Lance had a full year. They, Why they does the year before matter? Around between the bullpen <laughs> and the starting rotation, like I don't know what to expect from Burns. He goes so early. Like Lopez went 120 innings two years in a row before this year. So I feel Lance more than there. Oh, sorry. Damn it, Justin. Of course you would. Yeah, of course. But in all seriousness, though, why do we give a fuck what the hell is happening two years ago when two years ago was completely different than last year? Last year was a whole different monster. This year is probably going to be something similar. We think it's going to be okay. We may get 162, but it ain't going to be the way we expect it to be 162. Uh, I mean, there's definitely going to be some guys who still go like 190, 200 innings this year. I, I mean, think the guys who have I'd done it multiple times in their career, I don't yeah. worry about as much. Yeah. Right. But but how many, of the, those are, how, how many of those do we trust in right now maybe 10 so beyond that fucking roll your dice uh, I mean, that's what i was kind of saying earlier so i'm, I'm with you on that <laughs> and sorry for being blunt but it's like fuck you all like really <laughs> i'm kidding but well, serious question <laughs> I, I like i like can, drunk mike drunk mike's feisty, can, mike. can we kick curling out of here but in all seriousness <laughs> matt what, what, would, what would it take to get us that that board behind you signed and sent to me how much <laughs> i want that i want yourself in my in, behind me right here if you if you I put a giant's hat on it tonight, yeah, <laughs> that, it's a good. So luck are, we, are we gonna because, Zach? Uh, who are you going with, bro? Series, yeah. I'm oh, taking. Yeah, I'm taking. Come on, come on. Yeah, let's fucking go, Pablo. Gotta be Pablo. Let's make it go, baby. Between those three you mentioned, it's gotta be Pablo Lopez. No, no, not Pablo. Okay, Simeon. Give him an argument against Pablo. We yeah. should have went to the straight um, up. Fi- we should have went to the straight uh, up. Pitchers for clock. the Marlins, so you don't want to. <laughs> Dude, the, the NL East is tough. Actually, like, if you want to play that game, the NL East is tough. Every team got better, but the Marlins so far. I, I'm just, I'm just hoping as long as Chris doesn't take the guy, I'm gonna take. Seriously, 
take I'm, Pablo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take someone I've never drafted before. I want to watch Simeon cry on this. I'm cry. Yes. If hey, I really, really wanted him, I would have taken my last. Make <laughs> him cry. Make, make him. <laughs> make him cry. Does, hey, Justin, Mike, do you guys uh, have your picks ready? If the picks are uh, made, as long as as long as Chris doesn't take the guy I want, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah I pretty. Uh, God, I'm man. so happy. I just. What about you? I pretty much Dave, know who I want to take. You guys ready to roll? You want some chicken? You guys want this chicken? You want the crown too? Huh? Can you have it all? 